You're listening to Thursday Night, Season 4, Episode 91! Deep in the Underdark, the city of the Great Seal, the Deep Empire. Our heroes, Scrimcorn, Drewston, Oilvane, Bairn, Mock, Bearjaw, Aurora, have just arrived here, acquired their disguises by way of magical masks that we clarified in the pregame. It's more like polymorph than an illusion. Transmutation. You can shake hands, you can get a noogie, yeah. and it's not gonna um, immediately I mean, give, NASCAR, not gonna give you a next level. They, they do a little more than just a noogie here in Deep Mascar, I've noticed. A Deep Mascar noogie. A <laughs> manner, a perhaps exaggerated description of the modest, cozy, but comfortable trappings. Uh, abode that you have acquired as part of your masks. Sam had said he wasn't sure like how long you get that for. It's indefinitely. Hmm. It's you it's it's yours as long as you are assuming these identities. Part of these considerations. Yeah. Basically it's, yeah. yeah well, like it's, it's like you owned own. by the master and she is allowing us to use it. Gotcha. Um The first night Bevros falls. Manor. What is it called? Bevros Manor. Bevros Manor. Bevros the first Manor. night falls on Deepa Mascar as the group just tries to get their feet underneath them. You find yourselves uh, gathered around discussing the events that have happened and the events that are to come. This is the first moment you've had to breathe. Uh, well, all day. Hasn't been a lot of time by hours, but uh, this is the same day in which you set out the plan to bust out Mina, yeah. then got pursued by the, yeah. the, 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 the fighter jets, uh, survived that, immediately had to move in to, uh, to assassinate Vol and the Chronomage of Hyamaskar, and then followed by a breakneck uh, shift to get in the lantern, and we're going to Deep Mascar, and here's a mask maker, and here are your identities, and here's your house, and goodbye, have a nice life. And that's where you are now, a place as foreign as foreign can be. After this group discussion, this smoke sesh here in the house, we will be uh, zooming out uh, from the story. Uh, quite a bit, and uh, accelerating the passage of time. Uh, so I only give that caveat to uh, to say, you know, have a discussion here, discuss as characters, but don't make a plan for tomorrow. Uh, 
you're not talking about what tomorrow's plans are, but what you want, what you need to yeah. accomplish, what your priorities are here. What our plans are in Deep Mascar in general. What your plans are in Deep Mascar, by all means, certainly. Like this is you guys discuss. You've arrived here in Deep Mascar, but leave the uh, leave the specifics to the uh, zoomed out storytelling that is to come. And keep in mind, we are gathered around the growing mushrooms that scream according to some of the glowing. I think Baron cast light. Yeah, Baron cast light on an item. It's like a, it's like a glowing light yeah. bulb. It's not a functioning light bulb. Great, you want to go around and describe? Cast light on a light bulb, guys. Um, you could, although it occurred to me that you know here in the house you probably remove them, but uh, it's up to, up to you. Uh, you 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 tell me. Before we get into like the the kind of mood building stuff, I did want to understand, and I'm at Mr. Umbrett's part of the recap. Um, when we right when we cut off. Before, yes, we weren't about to relax. There was there was a chanting group. Did we? There was a group of uh, chanting uh, people uh, carrying banners, all dressed uh, similarly, and they passed your house on by. And people weren't. Uh, they were neither uh, like shutting their curtains and like getting off the street, and they but they also weren't. There was uh, like, there was. There was reaction from people uh, in so much that it's not such a common sight that people don't even crane their neck. People were sort of moving out of the way. Some people would stop to kind of like look and then continue on what they were doing. Like if you'd seen a... A street performer, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like a street Keep performer walking. in San Francisco, right? Like, don't make they're a dime, they're dime a dozen, but, you know, you stop for a moment. Some people stop for a while. It's interesting, even though you've seen a million of them. And then, you know, moving on. Like, it's not notable. No no um, audible chatter, just like, nope. Well, these guys again. Not unusual. So I love the description of everyone as we take off our masks to have the discussion oh, yeah. and like the last that. glimpse, just because as we zoom out, I want to have in my head a picture of what we look like. You lead the way. Uh, so, Drewston has the mask of just a big guy. Looks actually magically augmented. Uh, muscles, pale skin, kind of floppy mohawk kind of thing of white hair, and uh, dark shaded glasses. As he takes off his mask, his form visibly shrinks down. I was looking for the deck of people faces because I have no idea what my guy looks like, and I was looking for a way to cheat. Yeah, right. Got cheating. That's good. That is not the deck of faces. That is a bunch of white erase. I was like, it's also inspiration. So you oh yeah, inspiration. Speaking of, I believe we need an inspiration roll. Oh, you're right. Let's get the inspiration roll. Everyone did the <laughs> retrospective. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. No. <laughs> <laughs> no one will suspect me. The roll is their Isn't this the third week in a row it's rolled yeah, you, but the last two weeks you didn't do it, so I got it? So I keep, now I you keep get making it. the well, dice you just I, I go think on me. This is the fourth consecutive time you've had it of the yeah. players. I mean, You're on a hot one. I'm on a hot roll. You're on a heater. Yeah, it's gonna be a good night, guys. I can feel it. So it helps us with their deep and mascara person looks like. Well, it's exactly like what? Are you actually deep and mascara? Um, should, yeah, I can grab one and send the deck around. I, did, I, described, could be I yeah. described mine um, a little uh, last time, but it just in contrast to your character becoming bigger and burlier, um, and, and it's almost inevitable because no one's as big and strong as Bearjaw. But no one, no one is. Like these, these little deep and are so tiny uh, comparatively. 
Um, so she is in the form of kind of a younger, small woman who, you know, probably is like in her early 20s or so, but definitely shorter than she should be for that age, you know, they're like just... But still tall because they're deep in the sky. Um, yeah, definitely. Well, shorter than they should be compared to other deep in mascara, I should say. Um, and just kind of has a, a permanent scowl. You know, just one of those faces that just always kind of like the eyebrows slump forward and the really small little eyebrows are like little tiny eyebrows. You know, like there and her nose is kind of poking poking outward and upward a little bit of a snub nose. And uh, just has these bright, um, like really bright kind of lavendery eye color. Ooh. That they, they don't glow, but they certainly are luminous. Um, which makes no sense for Bear Jaw. Bear Jaw does not like this face. Mock looks like a Deepa Mascari version of Keanu Reeves. <laughs> nice. In the movie, Much Ado About Nothing. Ah. Oh. 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 So specific. Look at that face. I am a, a bad guy. It was terrible in that movie. It was a terrific movie. He is a terrific movie, and he is uniquely good in it. Yeah. He's holding like that a That movie is full of like handsome men. He laughs all the In his mask. <laughs> much to do, a much to do about nothing. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Man. That is a movie not written for you. Plentiful scruff. Glorious it locks. I'd have to watch it Tall, live, but stirred. Nice. Some would say. Kind of a daddy figure then. If he were less attractive, they would say sour, but instead they just say scowling. Just to say brooding. He needs to be This is resting face. Someone needs to be dental wash. Oh my god. Join me. Every man should have one of those outfits. Join That's me. clearly oh, the yeah. answer Guys, here. I mean, every single guy look, needs Halloween that outfit. Halloween tweet, all be Keanu Please, everyone be Keanu Reeves. What Look, it's Halloween. Everyone is Keanu Reeves. <gasps> uh, Halloween party would be fantastic. Any, I'd be up for that. <gasps> I'd try him without a shirt. No what? Anyway, what? So Mock looks like uh, a real man. He's a villain. He looks oh, like the villain, map. though. Yes, Keanu Reeves was done exactly. Is this our neighborhood? Um, I mean, there we go. Yes, we always want a visual, right? I like that. I like that. And uh, let's put our miniatures here, just so that we have a visual of like our minis. We need our minis. I got beds. Oh, uh, mine is in a box somewhere. I was looking through all of our folded, folded maps out there, and then suddenly I was like, Oh my God, there it is. That is decent enough. Oh <laughs> No, he's a swarm. Stop swarming in the house. We gotta keep going, guys. We are. Uh, Baron, the inspiration is this guy. He is a (laughs) heavy-set, clean-shaven, slightly balding, middle-aged Imaskari guy. Seems to be well-dressed, but you know, with sort of a blank look on his face a little bit. Blank look, big toothy smile. Yeah. You just keep looking at yourself in the mirror. Ah, my teeth are so large. The the size differential is just very. Confusing for Baron, because he is much, much larger than he's used to be. My green it, it feels very strange. So that's that's the inspiration for Baron. Uh, alter ego of Scrim is a generically looking, uh, just uh, unassuming, demon mascara man, except his nose, so prominent, oh, yes. both in size and shape. Not hideous, but notable. Very prominent. The bridge is right out there. Are we, are we talking like 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 Incan no strong nose? Or are we talking like, like Cyrano de Bergerac? 
Like, no, did, no, did, more like did, like a like yeah, exactly. Not not uh, not cartoony. Just uh, big people see it and they're like, "It's got to be a chef or something." And I did so a, a nose guide last week in case anyone. Right, I did see the nose guide. Yeah. Right, there's a lot of content to go through. Um, uh, yeah, prominent nose. The kind of guy when he walks by, he say, "That's a nice nose." <laughs> Mommy, what's wrong with that man's nose? She's quiet, child. That's a magnificent that's, nose. Right. Nothing's wrong with that nose. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, Oil Vane, uh, he, uh, he's kind of the, about an average height for uh, or deep in Muscari person. I think he's most notable. He's got the pale skin, but he's most notable for the haircut, mm-hmm. which is just like a bowl. Everything is shaved underneath, and then right at eyebrow level, just straight all the way around with his head. Cut. Like, I'm thinking about that dude from the, like the Huntsman movie, mm-hmm. Brother. It's very much like kind of like a, yeah, a medievalish type of like. I got you. Yeah. It's the mushroom look. Yeah. <laughs> and he has kind of like he has a, a very dissatisfied look on his face at all times. Because <laughs> of the hair. Because <laughs> of his hair. He, he did not choose it. So he just got a haircut yeah. right before that the mascara was killed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he turned into a mask. <laughs> Like, I, I need to get home first and do something about my hair. How stab in the alley. It's a terrible haircut. How dare you? <laughs> You'll be forever immortalized like this. <laughs> How reactive are the masks? Like, we make facial expressions yeah. and stuff. They do what we're doing. They're, we're polymorphed. Okay. Make sure of that. And last thing, because uh, one of us could could stab someone and do that, Um, did she say anything about us being able to, to switch masks? Like, if I wanted to be Keanu Reeves... And he yeah. wanted to be nose guy. Nose guy. Is there? We're not attuned to them. We're not attuned to them. Um. Or, or was there attunement? Or are we attuned to our masks? Yes. Good question. Down. That's a good question. And no, the mask contains the identity. Okay. Put it on. Unga. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it does a drastically different uh, utility. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, it, it, the, ma- the mask is what yeah, absorbs fun. the so, cell. Yeah. The mask of a smoke sash. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's exactly the idea. She I think that's you, her job. She gave you identities with these masks. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and real quick, um, what neighborhood are we in? In the uh, I think we are the in the map? pledged citizenry. Oh, that is correct. Okay. I heard. That is the south area. The mask maker was in the unpledged. Oh, okay. Correct. Cool. And. Uh, because are right in front of the castle. So we're all sitting around the table. We've all got our various pipes and such out around the glowing mushrooms. And uh, Drewston says, uh, we're, we're on the precipice here. One wrong step can send us into the abyss. I know I have been a bit um, hot-footed in our past few places, but honestly, the consequences for so light then compared to things we suffered before here though we must tread carefully aye if Mina is to be believed one false move by any of us could be the end of all of us uh Zomar's spell book contains some useful tools we'll need a day or two to go through it and learn his ways but what are well, I mean, Drewson says, I've been thinking about this place for a long time now. There's much I want to do. To cousins, friends. I want to make sure our priorities are aligned. Taita Kasiqua is 
Arundel sent us for him. Aye. Morden sent us for Snowbane. Aye. And I am here for Snowbane as well. And you're here for your arm, presumably? So well, to find out more about this thing. And because we are friends. But it's, yeah, that's going to take us to the Kasequas too, so if we like. I mean, we've def- got a definite direction to go. If the Kasequas are a powerful family, we'll know more about any appearances of Snowbane, perhaps, or perhaps, perhaps have access to more of those strange texts that we read earlier. The book I found that found the mention was uh, some explorer or something uh, had access to some book mentioned her in a story talking about linguist. he was a linguistics author if I remember right and he was the, the curiosity of the language the vision we experienced and that happened to be about Snowbane so it was sort of just by chance hmm. uh, I believe in chance less and less with this group but as one one note I would be remiss to <clears throat> ah, ah. Wow, that phlegm. It's okay. Make a huh sound in the low deep, throat. Deep under here. <clears throat> Amazing. <clears throat> I'd be remiss to not mention the wall. I am here for Snowbane. Out of out of duty, but also these days growing curiosity, just because they ask is so unusual, and this has been a longer longer task than I've been on for anything else. As, as I said, that's not to say that I am not interested in pursuing justice for Amberhelm. These last few months, has it been a full year since we... Long time. Have we, we haven't been together for a year. Not for a year. It's been no. a while. There's a party plan. Okay. These past few months, <clears throat> I uh, admit I've had a grilling distaste for your grandfather and it's uh would bring a smile to my face to see him brought to brought to justice for what he's done I I appreciate you appreciate that you have a passion for making things even once more I see this this is uh I like to bring neutrality it is particular in your style but Mm -hmm. We know not the the societal norms down here. We must find out how we get an audience with the Kasequas as soon as we can, and then go there, talk to them any way we can. Just to their faces. That's getting a little into the 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 tactics, the how, but the what priority, and 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 definitely talk about the the. You're where you yeah. are and the, the, the being here and being in this place. <clears throat> Mock is is with the, a lot the, of the party. Yeah. You know, we've uh, taken some time to kind of dress down a few remarks about how handsome or strong or different we are. Just kind of, you know, observational kind of jibes and humors kind of turning to more somber seriousness. And he's, he's, he's with the group and kind of listening in, Scrim speaks up about his... Uh, his kind of hardening against Amberhelm Mock listens but there's a little bit of a kind of a, a detachment there as he kind of comes in and out of the conversation and he sits with the hammer of all souls kind of studying it uh, I wouldn't say like mesmerized but just very very contemplative as he, as he holds it 
and the, 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 the thoughts going through his mind kind of continue from the last moments, the last kind of like minutes really at, uh, at Zomar's kind of hideaway. You see him kind of like slowly flipping a single polished platinum coin. Clearly the, uh, the experience that he had confronting what he thought for a fleeting moment there of, of freedom and wealth has stayed with him as he thinks about kind of his path forward and his reasons for being. And the dream itself that he had in the lantern has not has not lifted from his mind. He he felt he felt when that when the, when the hammer of all souls dealt this crushing blow to the anvil, he felt the weight of that in himself. And he sits studying this hammer. It was mentioned by Baron that that uh, that that Snowbane is here. Bear just said like the fate circumstances brought him here, and, and it could soon be departing. Oh yeah. Can I interject for one moment? Please do. I want to uh, remind you of a, a strategy we had talked about that when describing, uh, you know, sort of what's going on through uh, a- any character's head, try to actively involve at least one of the characters so that they have a chance to respond to it. Instead of saying, Baron had said this, say, Baron, you said this, the, uh, giving him a chance to, to it, it's, it's a wonderful reminder. But unfortunately, or and and as often with the cases, when I start talking, you don't know if it's the full Monty or the tip of the iceberg. Totally, I I, I simply say it as a uh, uh, because it's a new strategy that we had discussed. It's something to I'm that was but the preamp. Your reminder is good. I'm poking fun of myself. A lot of times, while Landon Grimm are talking, they're just talking at the other person. Yeah. Like we're in a they're play. Monologuing. Like we're in a play, and we just need someone to yeah. be the audience. Anyway, I, d- I don't want to cut off the momentum no, no, of you. No. Greg Gre- was hoping I wasn't coming to an end, but really, this is the prologue. I do have one question about you. You were saying, you're saying something was departing. I, I missed quite exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the hammer. Because we'll, we'll have to get. Like, oh, oh, I see. He sits thinking about the the, the words that were the recently the, spoken uh, and the possible departure of the hammer, and so you're saying turns to turns to Berja and he says, Berja's "Nearby." He says, "Berja." And what would you do when you're forced to give her up? Haven't you just gotten acquainted? I will challenge Snowbane to a fight for the hammer. He says, uh... It's a good plan, yes? He says, huh. So, uh... If... You'll, you'll have a hard time parting as well. Yes, but if Snowbane wins, that is fair. Well, I think... I think the charge was to deliver the hammer I'll deliver Snowbane. it. Say, this is your hammer. I will fight you for it. Seems hot. Snowbane won't say no. Seems within the Goliath. Seems like within the Goliath tradition. Won't say no. I, I suppose I, it's not too far off. I, I don't. I wonder if Snowbane would think less of us if, you want. if we simply handed it to her. I will throw it respectfully. And uh, then the mock turns to Bear and he's like, uh, uh, chip off the old ever burning forge, sits in our lap. Hasn't really gotten the attention I. Could have given it, and he stares, thinking he's like, "Hmm." Do you want more time? He says, "Uh, he says there's, he says it's, I wrote it off. It's just so bloody different <laughs> than anything else I've ever seen." He says, "Uh, crafted by the hand of Morden himself. I'd be surprised if you had." He says, "And what the? Uh, it throws pretty good. Have you tried?" Ah. Uh, you should give it a try sometime before it goes. We'll have a good Push, time. Put out some uh, bottles. Sure. Faces. Whatever we find. 
Justin um, has been kind of sketching in his journal using some charcoal. It's on his fingertips and his face now. Um, we got a little. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, that's just right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's like, uh, oh, good. It's better. And you see he's drawn that simple Ladugwer uh, <laughs> on the vision. Excuse me. And he says, the vision we have, I keep thinking of what what Rose said that was of the past near the future uh, and the, the mark on your chest Ben, the mark on your chest mock but but nary a mark on mine and the vision you had and he flips over to a sketch of the uh, thing that you had seen in uh, Morden's realm of the, the seven realms the mm-hmm. shadow over it he says, only Gruntelgrim, my once home, unaffected by the shadow. Could, could that have been the shadow of Ladguer? We, we must find the gem, that is the most important thing. Moradin will understand if Snowbin has to wait. We must find the gems first, or the gem first. We must find Titicasiqua, or whatever remains of them. Um, well... While you are having this impassioned conversation, Bear Dog kind of slips around behind you and, and walks over to Scrumcorn. And in kind of a, in a low tone, she says, I have been thinking about this vision that we have had together. Bear Dog's familiar with vision. It is the first time I have seen my own body in that way. Dead way. Have you ever been dead? I know Drosten has, but... I have been types of creatures that historians debate whether or not they're living or dead, but not quite in that form. Hmm. I was thinking about it in the sense of when you have the, what were they called? They had a name. This very scary people you said you had. Septicemia. Mm, and then them and your quest and all of that. And I was thinking about the possibility of dying. I am not afraid of dying. I... I think we have that in common. You're not afraid of me dying? Or yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That I leads into... I that first that, one. <laughs> that, that leads into my next thought. I thought to myself, what if at some point the witches ask you to try to kill one of us? And then I thought, what if the witches ask you to kill me? You are following me. This is true. I see my dead body. This is true. But then I think, Scrimcorn is my friend. And so I say to you this. If, if the witches ask you to try to kill me, and you try, I will try not to smash you into jelly. Because I am your friend. You'll try to subdue me, knowing that I would, in this scenario... Purely hypothetical. Try again? You know I would... I would be better the next time. But I just want you to know. Um... I thank you, Bandoff. That is, uh... Might be the nicest thing everyone's (laughs) ever said to me. That is both both heartening and very sad. I have definitely never heard it before. The witches always told me if I tried to kill them, they would end me. Is that... But 
me being tasked to 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 kill you it wouldn't make any sense with I how know, it is laughable I would is. crush you to death that is exactly <laughs> what I was thinking but still slightly different but along those lines <clears throat> to come all the way to Diva Mascar to to do that doesn't make any sense but it is a vision it is a strange thing Oh, related to the... He said, well, first off, if they had asked... If they asked me to do that... It would not be... would not be as simple as... It would not be such a simple thing. It is thing. okay. It is okay. You do not have to explain your witchy friends. Yes, but... But also... Yes, I have had... More visions and premonitions and strange, hazy dreams than I think... Everyone here combined. It's too many mushrooms. Um, <clears throat> that's what the healers tell me. <clears throat> um, I'll tell you when I've had enough. And I would say he's saying it's loud enough for yeah. other people who are hearing it. It's not. They're yeah, they're not whispering. Right. Um, <clears throat> and that, and that vision we had the lantern. Some of that was definitely from my past. That was a swamp I recognized. Those were agents of the witches that I have seen once before but the rest of that didn't fit together I don't know Mina's was it, was it Mina? Who Rose. Was? Rose. I don't know Rose's experience with these things but I think she was talking more than she should I don't trust her pedigree on such things and she kind of nods her head and just sits down hunkers down we are all in danger here we may not all make it out of here, but we're here. We must find that gem. Okay. We must find Taita or their writings or their records. I agree, that's my first priority. Uh, I, I think... Uh, kind of, before we do any of that, though, we need to know more about this place. There is so much going on here that I have no idea about. Uh, she talked about pledged areas, unpledged areas, the strange police in the street, the chanting. Like, anything could be the end of us here, and we don't know how anything works. We need to figure out the lay of the land. What are the factions? What are the dangers? We might be here for a while. Aye. And this place, and emotions around... is barely bigger than the airship, and we can't even step outside for a breath of air. Aye. So let's try not to get on each other's nerves too much. We need to Aye. find out what kind of people the Kasequas are, because we don't even know if they be forthcoming with information at all. Aye. Zolmar's spells can keep us safe in here. It'll give us a good base to get our feet on the ground in here. I want to make sure that you give a chance. This is like a group therapy situation. What's, uh, what's, what's going through Oilvane's mind? Express it. Um, yeah, right now Oilvane is... Uh, yeah, this is the closest that he's ever come to the finding out any kind of more information about uh, his uh, the plate on his shoulder that could, you know that helps him control his... Uh, Do you want to like, tell Spring about it? 
Oh, are we, is it, I wasn't oh, sure yeah. we were doing. Yeah. I just, there, yeah. Everyone else talked a little bit about sort of where they are currently, but we haven't heard from Oilman, so yeah. Yeah, well, but, yeah. But yeah, you, you, oh, you like, like, heavy thoughts are weighing yeah. you down, brother. Yeah, go yeah, go for it. Yeah, that, that was he, he still has his mask on, so he's speaking with that another <laughs> <laughs> in the third person. Um, uh, he takes the mask off. Uh, he is, yeah, I mean, uh, I really I want to find out about this. I mean, this is I don't know anything about it really. I mean, I know some of it, you know, what I learned from Deja, but you know, the just the origins of just. All of this, you know, we need to talk to the Kasequas, and I, I, you know, I, I'm hoping that they're, they're decent people that we can actually share information with us. But I mean, there's part of me that fears that they might not be very nice, that they might not want to be friends. Well, people here not being nice. I mean, exactly. I mean, just what we've seen so far, it seems so. It's a know, poor it's, first impression. Tightens his fist. That's because of how he thinks. You know, he doesn't have a word for what he sees around him, but he just tightens his fist, and that's he says, how he feels. About Don't him. worry, brother. The presence of the mask maker tells me there are not everyone here is completely bought into that kill squad we saw walking around. You bring up a good point, brother. But there might be people. I mean, there's this, whatever this government, this society is on the surface. I mean, unlike High Moscow, we might actually find some, some deeper down areas here in Deeper Moscow with, with actual, actual dark alleyways and Very actual and actual people who are, who might be working under the surface. We'll find the underbelly. The underbelly, That's where we can thrive. And so began the beginning of the group's long stay in Deep Amaskar. Such a dangerous place. Requires caution. And as you had all discussed, the getting the lay of the land, understanding who the movers and shakers are, figuring out how to move about this place more freely. With only eight hours a day possible to move around the town, you, you can push it, you take exhaustion, but my assumption would be... Mock insists on minimizing the risk. Yeah. So with only eight hours a day to safely use your disguises throughout the town, it keeps you cooped up in the house together with your friends for 16 hours a day in this strange place. And the days pass. For the first week and a half or so, 15 days. Everyone make a Christmas day. <laughs> uh, you all spend your time in your own various ways uh, figuring out how to get started in this place. How to not make that one misstep that you talked about that would get you killed. How to not uh, say the wrong thing to the wrong royal family or walk down the wrong alleyway that someone wearing your colors isn't allowed to walk down or whatever the case may be. Where all the gang colors are. Yeah, what colors? I think we know. We're, gonna, we're going to... Um, Don't we're going to write down in uh, index cards like, uh, like fate 
We are low on index cards, but I have these slips of paper. Slips of index paper! Cards. We'll have we should have a ton of index cards over there. We haven't used them for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. We used to have a ton. Yeah, I remember Can't bringing them uh, as a teacher. Oh, I I want, you know, would you write them all? Kind of supplies go. Oh, well, uh, I should I write them all? I would like them in nice prominence so that we can see them and play off of them. Do we so, have, um, can you friends? hand all those back to Kayla? Yeah, I brought in a set of three by fives a while ago. What about yeah. those? That, yeah. Yeah. Those white cards. that was a bit back. We just need a pen. Unless they got separated from the box and they're somewhere else. Pen. Here's a pen. Well, that's a very thin one. You want a sharpie? Maybe a sharpie. sharpie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 one over there? yeah I had one over here. We also have a bunch of markers. Well, the Expo marker can work. We also have a bunch of markers, Taylor. Just regular markers. Oh, markers, yeah, perfect. Thanks, Ben. My gold, blue markers. Perfect, okay. At some point, I want to let everyone know how many pieces they have. Oh, hi, Marks. Okay, so what do you want me to write? Okay. What would you like me to write on these cards? Because I'll play it to do stuff. Names? spells. Good point. Oh right, whatever comes out of this. So you don't, we don't know yet because no one's spoken. Stenographer. Mm. Oh, stenographer. Like the, what do you call? Similar to, I just want them visible so that people understand what we're doing. Mm. So, um, who has? So, in the course of this first ten or fifteen days, um, it's all about getting an understanding of the city, setting yourselves up for success here. It, it dawns on each of you the in your first day here in Deep Amaskar, that for the first time in a while, you have a moment to breathe. Despite the, uh, the anxiety and the pressure that being in this hostile environment itself causes, it's- It's like, it's like a low burn compared to some of the peaks that we've had recently. You know from how, what it took for you all group of very competent people with a fair amount of coin to even get into this place took. It doesn't matter how big a dick Adric has swinging around on the Sword Coast, he doesn't have no power here, unless there's something big about him that you don't know about, of course. Like a dick. (laughs) Any pursuers that may or may not have known where you were or where you were going, although you did keep it fairly under wraps. Going to Deep Mascar, you didn't keep terribly under wraps, although who you're here to see, you never uttered to anyone but Mina. Um, there's unlikely to be any pursuers that would chase you down here by any structure that you can imagine. And so you have time to and there's approach no this carefully. They wouldn't be dealing with the same problems we, we would. The secrets that you've uncovered about Adric were the, the, the horrible atrocities that allegedly Adric was involved in. It happened 300 years ago. Uh, the nothing you've seen so far has strongly indicated any immediate acceleration of any sort of plan uh, that I can remember. Yeah, all we, no, all uh, we can remember is kind of this cover-up. Greg's telling us to leave Edric alone. Well, there's, so there's I'm just saying that there's like the slides again. He's continuing to actively cover up, right? As we, as we yeah. risk exposing him. Yes. He's, he's activating in response to us. And you don't know what's going on over in... in Adric's side of the world here, so we could but... send a note to Rick if we wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, I contextualize that for the the sort of the hmm. the freedom that your that your characters do have to take this a bit slower than you could in Silvery Moon mm-hmm. or High Mascar or anywhere else where you're in a rush, mm-hmm. where you don't know who's chasing you, who's watching you. Got to get away quick. Well, you've finally gotten away. You've achieved that piece of it. 
You are safely in a hostile place that's so hostile no one else would surely ever want to go here. A place where we could exercise caution, but at our own pace. Yeah. So, in these first 15 days, who has an idea of what they spend their time doing to try to uh, to do this? We, uh, I got two hands up. We have Titans for that. So, okay. I'll put one <laughs> for people who are ready. Perfect. Uh, sure. Oil vein, uh, you know, obviously he's, uh, he's someone who has a lot of charisma. He's a low-key person, but he's got a lot of charisma. And I think part of that comes from the fact that he grew up in Skullport, which is a very diverse city. And I think it's something that a lot of people in the group, you know, usually come from specific areas, like dwarven areas, uh, Goliath areas, uh, the swamp. Um, but I think Oil Vane has a unique quality of having grown around a bunch of different races of people. Granted, all of them were mostly evil, but a lot of different races of people. He had to do a lot of code switching, which involved a lot of just paying attention to how people behave, how not to like piss people off, how to kind of uh, kiss people's asses if he needed to, because it meant surviving. So what he spends in these 15 days is he has, he's actually looking around, paying attention to people, slowly learning how people act, their mannerisms, He's, uh, he's got a little skill in performance, so he's just kind of paying attention to people. And this is information that he's going to pass on to the group to help people. You know, this is how you buy things, how you spend money here. This is, uh, you know, uh, this is how you negotiate for things, or what he hears people saying. You know? uh, so he's definitely going to still rely on other people's skills in those areas in terms of how to, how to be good at those particular actions. But in terms of communicating those kinds of ideas, he's gathering that information for the group and sharing that with everybody. Um, in the course of doing this, I'm gonna push everyone to do a lot mm-hmm. in this time. It's a lot of time. Okay. Oil Vane uh, quickly learns um, many things about how this sort of common society works as he's just observing, like you said, the changing of, of money in hands. And one of the first things he notices is the way people pay for goods in the market in the stores no coins are changing hands he doesn't see a single gold piece what he, instead he sees is strange slips of parchment that seem to be used in every transaction different sizes and colors with patterns on the parchment with uh written in deepa mascari script you can't read it right you can easily acquire some here or there, perform a task or two for someone, get some of his own and bring it back to the group where you can see that there does seem to be the currency in this place is paper currency. Um, uh, you know, each one stamped with an official uh, uh, symbol of Deep Mascar and when held up against the purple windows of your house, a hologram uh, uh, appears from it, a shimmer of light that catches displaying a three-dimensional uh, uh, sort of sigil, si- sigil of, uh, of Deepa Mascar. And, uh, and, all of them, uh, and all of them have this in each in different denominations. Hmm. Hmm. Oilvein uh, also sees the way that the people move about the city. It's immediately obvious the caste system, would that be called? The class system at the very least, uh, that's present here. The difference between the pledged and the unpledged. The five uh, houses of Deep Amaskar, of the Deep Empire, uh, are everywhere. 
everything is one of the five high houses. House Fakons, House Kasikla, House Nora, House Thave, and House Boravi, also all on the map there. It seems that everything Oilvane sees in this entire place is owned by one of those five. The streets are uh, uh, are labeled with the symbol of uh, of a house, and uh, and you see people collecting tolls in some areas, and uh, they are all wearing uniforms of the house of the street that you're on. It seems fees to use some of the uh, thoroughfares through here. There is. Uh, um, currency exchanges hands all over the place in this city. To do anything requires uh, uh, requires money exchanging hands, and the the uh, the pledged citizenry. Everyone in the pledged citizenry area is pledged to one of the five high houses, and it is the unpledged area, the poorest area of Falcon City, as. Oilvane just sort of explores the different areas over the course of these days. You can see the stark contrast, the unpledged who have not declared loyalty to one of the high houses. Uh, they are relegated to the the most undesirable of the jobs in the city and uh, and clearly uh, can only uh, afford it. Although it doesn't, from... from Oh, you can't really hear the language, right? Unless, ask, but you have uh, yeah, I'm casting you're casting tongues. tongues. Oh, okay. So for an hour. Can I ask, is it, is it Please play off of it because okay. he's coming back. So ask questions. Further, what 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 you're doing based on reactions to the group. This isn't doesn't have to. This isn't in a silo. We're going to go to each person's focus. Can I ask if uh, that that unpledged population is full of only people who have decided not to pledge, or if there's a con- contingent that is like not worthy to be pledged and kind of like in some ways banished, like in local exile. Uh, one sec. <laughs> is it more of a rebellious sect, or is it like castaways? And what or a company? house uh, are we pledged to? The sense that, uh, the sense the oil vein uh, gets is that the unpledged citizens are uh, either not allowed to pledge or perhaps too proud to in some cases mm-hmm. uh, and so there's there doesn't seem to be a lot of choice um, in in many of those that live in the unpledged areas Anyone else? Um, did you find what your house, house we are pledged to? is house narrow that is the symbol that is pledged on your house itself, but your identities have mixed pledges. Uh, while uh, some of you call it the three people on this side of the table, uh, that would be Scrimcorn, Justin, and Oil Vane, are uh, pledged to House Narrow. Uh, the uh, Baron, Mock, and Bearjaw, and Aurora are all have the uh, the the colors and the markings of House Boravi. Now that's the basics. Did you have another thing to ask in Oilvane? That's the basics. That's easy enough to do walking around the city. Now, what does Oilvane do to take it to the next level? What would Oilvane do of something that requires dice to roll? It's easy enough to stand around and observe. 
What soil vein? And, and if you don't have an idea for that, I don't need to put you on the spot. Yeah. We can move to someone else and come back. Yeah, he uh, periodically, like, he's trying to pick up on, uh, I mean, he does, he's, he, he does have some, because of the magic, you know, he can, like, okay, he can hear and he can understand and speak really simple things and concepts, but he's trying to, he wants to, uh, he's trying to use uh, slang colloquialisms on actual other people, most other people. Okay. So he wants to he wants to try to see how well he can pass. So he's trying to do he's trying to have conversations. So trying to have conversations. So what, what I'm looking for spell. what I'm looking for here is something with much uh, bigger outcomes. What, Larger what, stakes. What what, what uh, <laughs> next round of martinis? Something that would further one of our goals or something like that? Not or necessarily one of your goals, but give you more power, more significant information. Resources. Put yourself at risk to gain something big. Um, uh, it, it, if you have something... You can state... You don't know... You, as players, don't know a lot about the city, and I understand that it can feel hard mm-hmm. to know what it is you can look for. You can just tell me the category of what you're trying to achieve. I'll... I've got the story for you. Okay. Uh... So I like this general category that you're talking about, trying to speak the language. But what what, what are you trying to to get out of that? Uh, in the end, he uh, his goal main goal was to be able to breach uh, kind of more uh, social like subjects involving specific types of people, like people he's not sure that he should be asking about, like the casinos. Be 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 even more specific. Be put your put your aims higher. Mm. Like I like that. Uh, what do you What do you want? Yeah, he's trying to find people like. Uh, he wants People to. Know things like you want to talk yeah. to a casino. Get connections. He wants to, get, he wants to meet a casino. He yeah. wants to be able to like. So uh, where can I go and talk to? Like the the level that I I'm, that I'm permitting here is you could say I want to get a job in House Casino. Like oh, I want to yeah. like like, okay. like aim big, aim big. This is 15 days of careful. You could you could <laughs> say that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and you want to. I, you're 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 going first, so you're being put on the spot, and this is a new thing that we haven't done before. So please, yeah. we don't like feel ready to build on that. You don't have to. Yeah. Yes, I, I think it'll. I could try to like uh, let's collect some more information as a group. Yeah, and that could be helpful to get just a little base information. But essentially, each of these is going to come down to a role or mm-hmm. a few um, to accomplish some big things. They're going to see how well you can sort of bring more power, bring more circumstances set up to then move forward with your next steps okay. um, is the idea here. I see multiple people marking with their titans that they're ready. Who wants to go next? You have your mouth open. Who's, who's My mouth's already open. The go first ahead. thing that Scrim does is go into the kitchen of the house we're in. What's the house? We're called the mansion? The narrow... We need oh, to write some of these things uh, down. Can you write the Let's Bevers? get that written down. Yeah, right. Bevers. 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 She, she's going to write it down right now. On Bevers? Um, Bevers. Yeah, Bevers. Bevers. I'll get it. I'll get it for you. you <laughs> um, Dan, Dan, go. He's in-house Bevros. He goes to the kitchen. Our manor, right? And the, the manor and... Uh, manor Bevros. Bevros Manor. Goes into the kitchen sees what he deems as subpar equipment in there. Who knows how long it's been sitting here. Maybe it's rusted, maybe it's dusty, maybe it's just low quality. Rusty, dusty, all of the above. He throws it into the garbage, the refuse uh, container, and uh, goes out and uh, uses his proficiency in the language to simply do some shopping. 
and he gets uh, and he gets some groceries with some of the paper money that Oilane brings back. What does Scrim um, do to acquire? I mean, you know, buying kitchen supplies, getting groceries isn't uh, isn't a huge amount of uh, uh, cash money, but you're starting with zero because. Uh, what what oil vein you know immediately points out is that no one uses gold coins, right. and it is obvious that if you were to produce one, that would be an unusual sight. Right. So he sees this, and not having gathered any at this point, um, the uh, and and uh, basically he historically he always just kind of hand waves any kind of transactions away. He doesn't really have a great interest in it, and he kind of assumes that it's always easily taken care of. So he says, honestly, that he doesn't have any... <clears throat> Wait, my voice... Your Same voice. voice. It's your voice. It's, it's your voice. It's oh, your voice. Oh, we said... That's what we voice? For yeah, the purposes yes. of sanity. Okay. <clears throat> I don't have any... don't have any on me, unfortunately. Is there any way... The debt can be placed on Bevros Manor, where I live. <laughs> uh, yes. He's able to, uh, in 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 the course of uh, you know making these, he's able to uh, find some that are willing to exchange labor for uh, uh, labor for goods. What does uh, Scrim do? What does Scrim? Um, Mushroom collecting. Um, so that was a no. It'll let you wash dishes. Yeah, basically. Okay. Uh, he, um, <clears throat> as I can, uh, any, <clears throat> any produce you have, I can multiply in its, in its quantity, so I take some of the extra and you keep the, you have the source, I increase its size, I keep some of the extra, and you keep the rest. Scrimcorn learns in this negotiation that he got lucky in finding the right person that was amenable to this, but the voices quiet down when he offers this and says, not so loud. And, and says, come, come. Scrimcorn performs these duties and comes home with a bountiful supply, but the, uh, uh, but the impression that he got was that he was overstepping some sort of cultural, uh, uh, cultural or perhaps legal uh, grounds in offering yeah, such services. Was it when he offered basically like undocumented pay or was it specifically magic? Was it like the magic that picked his ear? No, no, no. It was the uh, uh, it was the yeah, I mean you, you can read between the lines. Uh, uh, what Scrimcorn realizes as he goes and shopping around is that the these goods are uh, these goods are inventory and taxed Oh. And to use such magic to uh, uh, cooking, sort of he's cooking the books is is cooking the books. There's a, there's there's an accounting. Uh, uh, walks him down. Oh, he's like, "Where's that black market at? Get, get a black market." Do, do you guys have like an <laughs> unscrupulous pawn shop? Uh, like, if if you're, you're, that's, what a, that's what a cop would say to a guy who's in the black market when he was just trying to like put the heat on him. He's like. Yeah, where, where's that black market? Yeah, any black market? He's like, what that man? Black market? Oh, uh, yeah, there's a, a Coke dealer who ordered a whole bunch of baking soda. I'm supposed to deliver this baking soda to the Coke dealer. All right. Um, <laughs> so, uh. I don't know why he wants it, but so, he was know. really urgent. Um, so he, uh, he brings that back, and in, in the 16 hours each day that we, uh, are basically stuck in this place, and Scream pointed out, he's not looking forward to this, um, 
he he cooks some food and 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 prepares actual food. And uh, and while he's while he, we're at home, he talks about it. Just, <clears throat> I don't need <clears throat> elaborate living conditions, but this is. <laughs> but usually those squalid conditions are out in the open. I hear what we, you are saying, and I agree with you. So we'll have. We should sleep outside tonight. Well, mm, uh, well, we'll sleep that in the biggest room in the idea. house, and we'll paint stars on the on what? the ceiling. I don't think we should sleep outside. But until then, we'll have underdark flea balls. All right. And uh, did you do, did you just want to do that? I have other stuff that I can I can come back. In, to. Introduction. Yeah. Tying off of his wanting to cook, Berna. By the grace of Morden, I can provide us food and water each day. It's mediocre in quality, uh, but That's it will God's feed us. Divine food you're talking about. Well, you know, mediocre. Scrimcorn is, is, you know, he's, he's got food. He's expressed desire to do so. I know, uh, sorry, but I, I mean, in the future, in case for long term, maybe we could mix the foods together. Acquiring uh, resources to becomes a, a trouble. Done. Are you ready to go? No, I'm ready. I'm ready too. I'm gonna build off the scrims. I'm okay. Power play. You go. Unless there's someone else. Yeah, needs. Okay. Build as long as it's zoomed out. Fifteen days. I. I no problem. Okay. King Mach. <laughs> Sits upon his throne. Mach is. Uh, he continues kind of in a reserved demeanor, <clears throat> and is the person who leaves the house the least in those 15 days. But when he does, he does so with great purpose. He takes in some of the information that Oilvein has provided about how to kind of like, kind of identify the cracks in, uh, in society, where, where kind of like relationships are a little more forgiving and you know, where, where there may be people of interest. And then he comes and borrows a stock of, uh, of, what, uh, of the bounty that Scrim has provided and he goes to the marketplace and he spends his first several days simply observing the market to try to see what goods are in shortest supply and highest demand. And it is Mach's goal specifically to identify a deal where they can they can multiply their wealth by an exorbitant amount. He's looking for he's looking for a, for a, for a, a particular mark. Having marked many of these high class, high wealth low responsibility targets in the past. And uh, his days are spent looking looking for that right deal, building on the, the wealth that the Scrim has generated and that uh, and, and, and the the relationships that that Oilvane has identified. And his nights and some of his days are spent in close counsel with the hammer of all souls. And in fact, during the first day let's two, play off that first thing. Okay. The, the, let, let's let's do the first thing, which is going to be a whole. Uh, That's great. As long as we get to do the second thing. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Don't bargain me for fifteen days and then cut me off halfway. Un- well, uh, you need to roll dice and see what you actually accomplished here. So that's true. That's, right? that's fine. So let's, but it's, it's first not really dice, though, thing. of the group. Yeah, but if you get thrown in jail, you know, in fourteen days in jail, you know, you just oh. might want to tell a different story. <laughs> that 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 is true. That is true. <laughs> uh, no, uh, so he's um, Mox's uh, exploration of the of the market, the economy here, the the how goods and uh, money changes uh, changes hands here, and where you can find. That angle, 
yeah. uh, immediately takes Mob the linchpin. from the closer area, which is where the group spends, you know, the, the first bit is just exploring the, just this pledged citizenry area of Deep Mask yeah. sizable, right? And it's got its own markets and such. That's where, that's where Scrimcorn went to get his stuff. Can you put in the population overall? Tens of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. Yeah, how big of a city are we talking about? San Francisco? Uh, you can't compare it to modern towns. I think the just in terms housing of housing density, the amount of crowd you see on the street. Uh, hang so on, hang on. Uh, in just Fakon's city, there's a, it is surprisingly huge for the stories about it. Uh, uh, you estimate from your travels a town of this size, from what you've seen as you move about here. Possibly, uh, wait, what does that mean? Sorry, I'm trying to get a, no, no, no a comparison number I, here. Are you looking for, like, doing Nevada 60,000? No, no, I'm not, modern towns are not relevant because the, everything about... Like even Mithril Hall is, like, maybe 10. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I just saying, trying, like, oh. as we try to grasp numbers in our human mind... What yeah, is yeah, yeah, a number? No, sorry, I was looking up the particular city actually, yeah, that doesn't have the right thing. No, um, no, no rush. So distant in the future. Surprisingly huge. Uh, I should have had that. Uh, yeah. uh, but we we can punt too. It's maybe not nope. relevant for me. You just want to put in comparison things we've seen, like Skyclave or Silver Moon City. Uh, I have a way of answering if you just give me just a moment to do it, please. What if we rush you more? You uh, I'm not. Why you're going to get an answer slow. Let's keep speculating. Used to describe how far yeah, in the future is, is irrelevant. Okay. Uh, you get the impression that this uh, this could be this could be 150, 200,000 people. Um, the, this this place, this cavernous area, the size of everything here is enormous, and it is brought into focus when Mock realizes that where he needs to go, where he's going to find what he's looking for here is inside the gates. It's inside the main part of the city, the skyline that you've seen from uh, your area, but it was perhaps a bit intimidating to head straight into the belly of that beast. I need a few days of uh, groundwork to be laid. And this place is a roiling spectacle of magical decadence. The, the, I mean, Haya Mascar was like reserved abundance of magical sort of presentation. Deep Mascar packs a huge amount into this cavernous chamber, and the population comes from the high rises that are everywhere inside this main area here, built 20, 30 stories up. Uh, uh, with lights blasting down from everywhere. The symbols of the great houses emblazoned on huge, just magical, uh, like, uh, magical like tapestries. Vegas? Um, or like, are we talking about maybe like an opulent city, like whatever, like, 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 think, like Istanbul or something? Think I mean, Tokyo. Exotic. Dubai. Think Tokyo. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe not quite Dubai, but like, yeah, like that's the right sort of idea, but like, yeah. I like Tokyo, yeah. Um, The districts in here, I mean, it's obvious, even from an outsider, they're so decorated so specifically. You go to a 
a, a, a large city in the surface, and you can tell when you get into the market here. It's like without a question. Mm. Uh, Singapore. Singapore, Singapore, Tokyo, yeah. a lot, uh, uh, a, a lot of that so sort of thing. Metropolis. Um, there are banners with sigils clearly depicting specific zoning in different areas of this place, although the iconography is oftentimes enigmatic and too obscure to figure out yeah. without really diving into this. Right. But it's like the, trying to like read like whatever, sort of like alphabet when you don't speak that, you're just like, yeah. can I identify that shape again? <laughs> there the, it is again! For the second time I've ever seen it in my life, <laughs> probably not easily. And this is where the larger market areas and where the real money is moving through. And this is where mock, uh, and this is where mock, there's a little bit of a bungee jumping thing like, this will be a bit of a thrill. <laughs> Just a bit. It's, uh, you find that walking through the city here, it's a constant battle of focus. I mean, just everywhere, there are people moving, talking, working with, uh, uh, all with seemingly effortless use of magic as well. The, uh, 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 the way people move. And then, it's not long where, that Mach is in here before he hears a ah! loud noise as he realizes he's standing kind of alone in this, like, moving from one side of the street to the other as he, he as he sees a some sort of vehicle zip by at uh, uh, lightning speed as someone was just holding on to two handlebars. Worse than the tie and, uh, oh, two handlebars. Well, more like a personal size, just open uh, open air as someone land speeder. zips by. Star Wars? More, more like a land speeder, a motorcycle, hover bike. Uh, not having any, Jedi, not having any wheels, just hovering <laughs> above the cobblestone and zipping around a corner. Does Mach notice that? And Mach has to like jump back and get out of the way. Someone honks angrily yeah, at him. He's trying. That's what, yeah, he's that's leaning what into the Keanu Reeves like beautiful scowl. Like that's that's his <laughs> first line of defense. Just like too good for it. It's all just an irritation to me. Even though I'm out of my element. He's got lightning rods as far as the eye can see. Does he notice? Yeah, he's just like fucking lightning rods. Fucking lightning rods. Does he notice that, that demonstrations of magic are, are 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 equated with greater status and wealth, or is it just like the wealthier you are, the less you're involved with that, and like maybe someone else does it or something? Like the, the use of magic, how does it play status-wise? As he kind of starts looking at the at the food chain here. It's a good question. I would say that no, it more or less. Um, uh, it's practical, or is it like? A it more or less follows. It's it's everywhere. Like first of all, like everyone is using some amount of it, um, but the those that clearly exude more wealth and status, which is worn on the shoulders of everyone here. Like people present their class clearly, um, and. More so than that, Mach senses something that is very present in this, that he's seen in plenty of surface, uh, plenty of surface cities, especially human cities. There's a lot of, it takes him a bit of sort of reading the, the, the way people present themselves, but he's seeing a lot of posturing in people's presentation. He's seeing false wealth also on display. People wearing something in a particular way because they want to look like those that truly are the haves. He's um, a man who knows what's really crafted. And that's, and that's the core of where he finds what he's looking for. 
uh, is is among those people, the people that desperately want mm. to be the ones that can show the wealth, the trend and followers, and the fad seekers. The trend, the trend followers, those that are uh, those that are sort of dressing and presenting above their true class, uh, are the ones that would make. Fake it till you make not it. Not the best, uh, may perhaps not make the best decisions if they feel it would further them down. Mox decides it is in his best interest to lean into his dwarven heritage and find the most readily available substance to abuse on the streets. And he says, truly, if I am perceived as inebriated, one would not expect me to abide by normal customs, yet my poison resistance here will give me much greater strength and legs than these weak mm. underdwellers. And so he posts up and begins to offer droplets of some sort of strange, clear and pungent liquid on his tongue. Every so often, just dweep another drop, and kind of an opiate, a pretend opiate state, like so many of the other dwellers in this shop. I he observes. Be, I shall be a drunk. Yeah, <laughs> carousing, but with a purpose. And he observes. He observes the setting for him. Sorry, Greg. Continue. And uh, Mock finds indeed that there is a common substance, halos, mm. that is used. Uh, uh, that is used in this place that he is in, it seems to be treated similar to perhaps uh, smokeweed or uh, or the ales that uh, can be found in other towns, but definitely a different, a euphoric state that uh, the patrons uh, not unpleasant. Uh, sort of descend into. Certainly not unpleasant. People are not, uh, it seems to be more driven by the addiction to, uh, addiction to the pleasure of it more so than perhaps the chemical addiction to the more uh, thought about escape, thought about embrace. Yes, <laughs> and that's where uh, that's what Mock uh, finds here. And um, so, amongst these these yuppies and wannabes, what is the key to them? Well, now I need to pick up a d twenty. <laughs> Check. And uh, uh, usually, I look over at your character sheet. Can you pull up your character sheet? Like, yeah, the skills. I really need, no. Yeah. I just need. No. I this, you need a list of my skills. reference for what the skills are is. Kaylin's skills on her character sheet. It's all good. Uh, because it's always right there. Like, why would I have she a different a second screen? whiteboard with the skills on it for you? That would she be very the, convenient. The, the, the screens as well. Yes, so. but the screen is big and unwieldy, yeah, 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 and I don't typically have it in front of me. That's true. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, she needs to go up. Yeah. Uh, yes, this is going to be. This one's a little right. tricky because it's definitely charisma. Um, well, that. Well, maybe. Yeah. I think so. It's. Uh, you got a couple of ways to go here. It could be. It could be performance. It could be I'm gonna play. Like, I'm gonna play it off of performance. It okay. seems the big thing that Mock is doing here is sort of putting on a show. He's he's. There's a bit of deception there for sure, um, but I like going with the performance angle. He's trying to. This whole chapter is kind of a performance. Yeah, he's 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 performing this thing. Give us a uh, give us a performance role here. Not, not badly, 18, so call it a 22. Ooh. Holy Ooh. shit. You have a plus four? You've been drunk before. Somebody put a, 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 put a little, uh, yeah. Oh, no, sorry, plus one. My bad, my bad. I like the perception above. It is only 19, a mere 19. That's a still mere very good. 19. <laughs> very impressive. And, uh, handy things. Oh yeah, this guy looks like he's pretending to be something he's not. <laughs> uh, right, sure enough, uh, before long, he sees these 
catching the eyes of a uh, uh, of a man in uh, wearing uh, very tight fitting and presenting expensive, but Mock can see the craftsmanship. He can see it's the fasteners, right? Like he, he invested in good cloth, but yep. it's, it's 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 not metal. It's plastic. Right? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's gilded. It's not pure through and through. And Mock just. <laughs> Uh, a, a, a dope-laced chuckle under his breath as he drops another globule halo. And it's, uh, but he sees this guy catching his eye. The guy's clearly interested. He, he thinks, Mock knows the look. He thinks he's identified someone that has got an opportunity, which is exactly the subtle vibes Mock's been trying to give off. Mock gives yeah. him a, a very, a very cursory kind of, like, acknowledgement. I have not uh, seen you here much before. Um, uh, what uh, brings you into uh, the uh, uh, Halo Den today? Halo does, you idiot. Well, the Halo. He says, indeed, indeed. uh." And uh, what's Mox's play here? He says, but uh, but also the society. Yes, of course, of course. I thought I spotted a man of higher um, interests. He says, clearly, you display higher interests, fashion, and taste. He says, yes, Uh, by the glory of, uh, uh, to the glory of, yes, uh, House Noro. You're not House Noro, right? No, you're House Baravi. Right. The glory of House Noro. I uh, try to to bring uh, you, you know some extra. Um, he's like he can't even talk the talk. No. But he thinks he is. Very impressive. Oh, opulence. And mock a dwarf of natural fortitude and constitution. Weathers three hours of such insipid <laughs> conversation before 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 casually inserting that you know he he is a man who is always happy to mix business with pleasure, thus turning the course of the of the chatter slightly towards what favors may be done for him, not for me. What can I do for you for such a, a charitable and upstanding, high levels and respectable comrade? And, uh, like any good con, it's day after day, meeting back up. Oh, you again? At a different location? Hmm. What are the odds? Come! What's this Continuing the, uh, to build that confidence part of the confidence uh, scheme uh, so that we're going you're here. kind of a confident man. Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. Confident. Just a man that builds confidence amongst others. In all that confidence. In our chunks at a time, just narrative-wise, because that is a strict Days. limitation. What'd you say? That. His spell only lets a person... Unless I'm with you. He'll come with him. I mean, well, well he, he's not with me. You can recast it five times in a day. He's yeah. Not, yeah, he's not with me until the second day. Yeah, he's going when, when, when occasionally, making it confident. Work. Yeah, okay. and next time stand over in the shadows, okay. smoking a pipe, and occasionally walk by. Yeah, tongs. <laughs> I introduce you as one of my esteemed comrades who has helped me on many successful ventures. But no, uh, on your way, you have. <laughs> we are we are high society, and the conversation so that we engage in is not for your lowly ears. <laughs> on you go, on you go. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, he, like, grabs uh, your shoulder. 
why I am. And as, as you do that, he embraces you. <laughs> he embraces you, but then scowls in your face and says, Shall I tell you again? I'll kill you. Shall I tell you again? Yeah. Until an hour passes. Until an hour passes. Until an hour passes. And over the course, I mean, this guy blathers on about everything, this, oh that, gosh. and the other thing. One thing sticks with Moth, which is his claim that he says, the lower the lower caste, the lower peoples, uh, this this delight that he's you and him have engaged in day after day, this halos, it's uh uh it doesn't cost nothing, and the lower uh, and the lower classes, they can't afford it. And what he's found is, you want to get someone that doesn't have money to do anything for you, just offer them a drop, and they'll do anything. And he goes, he goes on and on about different stories he's done for getting a peek into this place that he ought not to have, or yeah, yeah, a particular, yeah. uh, you know, a, a particular book that he uh, that he wanted to read from another house, and he just starts opening up, you know, day three, day four, day five, and he's just, there. he's just talking, <laughs> like, boy, man, if you were police, it would be so easy to bust this guy. You should uh, bust him. Amazing. He doesn't even know who you are. Of course uh, not. He doesn't think to ask your name until the third day. Doesn't matter. The name I give him is just a name, right? Rose is a rose. Or another name. And in the end, what does, uh, uh, you're looking to get coin from this as your ultimate outcome. So I've, I've bled, I've yeah. bled scrim supplies to be able to stay at the same opium den with this guy. Because I mean, <laughs> established it's pretty expensive. Yeah. So Mock is just like, trust me. I spend money and make money. I know when I've hooked myself a little fishy. What do you think cost me? What do you think got me fined in the first place? This is just revenge for me spending your money for the past months. A hundred percent. And then he scoops up like the last of like whatever trade goods you had, hawks it for like pennies on the dollar on the way to the opium den, and goes and gets high for the last day. Um, spending it on drugs. <laughs> that he is not sharing with Scrim, more importantly. I have brought the, um, uh, and he, uh, what would they carry their cash in? Uh, oh, a scroll. A, an ornate scroll case of some uh, sort of weird. Just trying to think the equivalent of like a suitcase, the classic suitcase, but more. It could be like a satchel, like a leather satchel. Satchel, yeah, I like the satchel. Leather briefcase. Very simple. Yeah, it's like. Like leather, le- but underdark leather, like yeah. uh, uh, like, uh, sort of like dark elf, dark uh, uh, sort dark of blacks skin? and purple, sort of some veins visible like, in the leather. If you want to get crazy, you go like cloaker hide or something crazy. Ooh. Yeah, it's a cloaker. This guy hide spent all his money satchel. on that bag. And well, he, it's a top grain cloaker hide. This is not like good cloaker hide. Yeah, I mean, well, it's yeah, farm raised cloaker. He presents it like his top grain. And he says, I have brought my. Wait, now I'm doing the wrong voice. No, that was the right voice. I've brought my hat. My push. For the. Investments. The investments that we talked about. I'll double this tomorrow. And Mock says, he looks around and like quickly grabs the bag and hides it and he says, so brazen. <laughs> he says, yeah, I'm, I, I am, but I'm merely, um, Enthusiastic. Uh, he says, my friend, your <clears throat> ostentations and gaudy ways are of uh, great benefit to us, yet not in these subtle dealings. He says, you must have a cloaked and subtle hand. He says, 
entrust me with this with, with the with the pass off of the goods while you bask in the glory and gain the respect of our of our of our society. He wheels his nose and adjusts his monocle. <laughs> yes, of, of course. Uh, you know how to find me when the deal is done. Yes. He says no need for that monocle. Find you. I'll see you here in no time at all. And uh, he does another drop of Halos and slouches Sweet down Halos. to the couch. As Mock Mock got, gets a vial all the way out the door, <laughs> leaving a, a portion of the money that he just stolen in payment, and he brings it back to, to Scrim for a good night. <laughs> Who knows if Scrim is going to make more with that or just drink it in one gulp? With Mock's efforts, so the group is uh, the group is. Uh, Fine on cash. Call it a uh, uh, call it enough to enough to get into any reasonable uh, establishment and live here comfortably. Uh, on a wealth system, we've gone quite from a long time. Poor to maybe moderate wealth. You've uh, uh, yeah, what you've got helpful. here is moderate to high wealth from this. Ooh, nice. Ooh. I mean, this guy. That was probably everything he had. He, what what Mock what hey, got the sense Mock of? Mock was sure. Mock ensured that, in fact, it was more than he had. Mm. Mock, He's like, but who more can we involve in this? Yes. Surely you can take yes. it alone. Because Mock... What Mock, status is to be gained from betting your own wealth? Who else can we bring in? Mock could read between what? the lines here that this guy well. presented like what he was bringing was, but what he would invest in a, in a good investment, but really he was like... He, like pawning everything he could to make that, you know, That's right. for the, this, the the first thing, that, the that first mark that he was is. looking for, someone that presented higher than a station. This guy only wanted status too, so he maybe, didn't want to embarrass maybe himself. Maybe borrow money from a few up. friends who, hey, I'll show you really how to make some money and stuff. Yeah. Like, surely you'll return, and then I will be the man. Or, so there you go. We got our well-off card here. Who's bling bling? Big stuff. I'll go. Um. Berta is. Uh, are we doing this in stages? I kind of got the impression we're doing kind of like. I think this is all the same 15, 15 days. days. Yeah. 15, 15 days. days. Obviously, so Berta's, Berta's doing two things. Um, the simultaneousness of, you know, you can access the money in uh, a little okay. bit. All right. Just kind of getting a feel for it. Um, okay, so Berta is spending the time uh, initially uh, watching the patrol situation, like figuring out where the guards are. When, when, kind of figuring out what the pattern is, and making notes of that. That's the initial. You know, she sits on the stoop, watches the guards do their thing, and you know, after enough times, sees if there even is a pattern. Maybe they roll a die every morning, and you know, there's something random to it. But if there's any pattern to it, she's trying to identify that first. And she's seeing it. Um, and she's seeing it and branching out from just, uh, you know, first just sort of sitting on your stoop, seeing how, how it all uh, works here. There is, sig- what she finds is there's significant guard presence mm-hmm. throughout uh, uh, everywhere here. It is heavier in the uh, unpledged area uh, okay. than it is uh, in the pledged area. And then in the, in the brighter part of the city, the... The guards, the police, if you will, present themselves a bit differently. They uh, they 
are a bit more showy in the main area, in the in the big bright glamour of the area. Like the British like royal guards standing at attention kind of a thing. Or? Yeah, a bit more like that. They 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 become part of the decoration much like everything else is. In the unpledged citizenry area, the the police look like they're here to keep people in line. Mm-hmm. There's just a different it's way that they carry themselves. Kind of like honor guard. And this is where Bearjaw is seeing this, not just in the police movements, but everything. The moment you cross that threshold of the wall, and the entire city presents itself differently. It's it's more... Not necessarily preferable, but different. It's more of a presentation. There's more of a show going on in these bright lights areas uh, inside the walls. And it's a bit more real, you might say. Outside the wall. Does she see any of the guards from the outer gates inside? Or is it very clearly different? Uh, it's different. It is different. Different guards. Okay. In fact, um, in the... Uh, what was I going to say? Mm-hmm. I'm worried inside. Uh, it takes Bearjaw a bit to put her finger on it. But what it is, is that in the unpledged and pledged area, she's realizing that she's seeing guards, she's seeing police that don't have, uh, uh, that don't have house colors. They don't, uh, uh, they don't seem to be, at least in their official capacity, presenting uh, for a particular house loyalty. While inside the walls of Fakon's city, the main area in the middle, the... Uh, the guards or the police forces, or perhaps, as she looks at it more, could it be private security in each of the uh, uh, in each of the major territories of the houses is uh, unique to each of the houses. Okay. They have their own uniforms that look different and and uh, present a bit differently. Different strategies, different densities of how they stand and where they guard, and is is unique to each of the houses here and. The longer she's exposed to this and really studies these being patterns, houses, yeah. it's it becomes clear that no, they must be inside these areas, operated, run and operated by the houses themselves. All right. Okay, so to not ratchet that up yep. a notch, um, she's going to attempt to identify a a guard in in the Kasiqua district. Okay. So she can, like, stake out the Kasiqua district over this period of time. Um, and try to, like, figure out, like, find one guard that looks like she might be able to take him alone. And then... When we say take him alone... I mean, she's gonna take him down, rip off his down. face. No, oh. no. Um, That'd be badass, though. That would be. She's gonna take his face... Oh, oh. <laughs> thank, um, thank you, literally everybody at the everybody table. Everybody at the table. <laughs> so yeah, Bear Jaw. What we're doing? Murder um, the guy. Don't murder the guy. Uh, um, Baron. Murder. Yes, that's right. Had the same sort of idea of oh, wanting to yeah. aid, find out the guards, all this kind of stuff. So, um, so you come with me. Yeah, I come with you to aid you. Damn it, he's gonna stop me from killing the guy. Um, Baron. Oh well. The fun of children. Think of your soul. Well, would he and would Bearjaw go with him if that is the expectation? A bear does not get uh, well, He's not going to shrug off Baron. He's too useful. 
Uh, oh, so no matter no matter the context, no, she'll, come she'll up. find a way to make it work. Okay, um, because she could just knock the guy out, stuff him in a suitcase, and he'll die naturally. Um, and then she'll still take his stuff. <laughs> okay, so keep 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 going. So Baron anyway, is so, with Bearjaw. So Bearjaw and, ba- and Baron are so, uh, staking out. To yeah, find staking a guy. out guards, and he, he's to, using I, his I, aid. I find a guy. And uh, he also has uh, he's offering the spell locate creature to help try and uh, oh, track we'll a guy, track such guy. a little better. All right, good. Yeah. We'll find his house. Yeah, we'll find his house, and when he leaves his house, alone. Concentration up to an hour. Oh, because he's got to go home at some point. Yeah, exactly. And I can sense the direction of the creature's location as long as that creature is within a thousand feet of you. Cool. If it's moving, I know the direction of its movement. Okay, so so Bearjaw, if if this works, um, will lurk in an alley nearby his home. Well, first, roll the perception check. Attempt to jump him. Roll the perception check. This is for the perception here. Your aid is for. Is for finding the right perception. person here. It's about it's about observing. Could even be investigation. Oh, I already said perception. Um, that is a fifteen. We normally do one roll each. So you sorry, you got sorry, sorry. Uh, they were very a, close. That is anyway. a what? A uh, fifteen. A fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, to find the right mark, a house Casiqua private security guard. Um, who uh, is most of the time they are in uh, most of the time they are in pairs. Sure, uh, get when around. It comes home. And how does Bearjaw uh, and Baron uh, find uh, get one of them alone? Having having lurked ahead of them, that's what she does. She like learns the patterns of their movements just by hanging out, uh, and then seeing where they go in their in their daily life, and then using Baron's. Uh, Tracking creature. spell. So we're able to see where they are when, even when they're out of sight. Even when they're uh, out of sight. So mentally tracking, kind of she closes her eyes and think, and like can kind well, of... Well, Baron does. He's yeah, like sitting yeah. there concentrating. She's like, I can totally <laughs> like, tell how you're the, seeing the, this. The now. I can sense it. Um, and yeah, uses him like a, like a dwarven dowsing rod and finds this guy at his home. Once she's found his home, just takes another day wait until he comes home, and his partner's not going to be with him then. He's off duty. He's gone home. Presumably. Yeah, you're telling me. Yeah, so she's going to... Maybe. Maybe your partner's not with you. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, Baron, I found him. I don't need you for the next part. I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) This part is okay. No partners. Well, well, tell me what... If if that's what happens, I don't know when you're joking and when you're not. No, no, no. no, no. Bearjaw would... Has no problem with having backup if he's okay with her doing. But is he? That's a great exchange. You keep saying Are you okay? I'm going to go kill this guy. You'll need to be okay with that if you're going to come with me. Wow. Sounds like a pretty bear draw opener. She's not saying stop me. She's saying. She's saying, do you want to watch it happen? <laughs> She's saying, you want do you it? party? Do you party? Ah. <laughs> Proud of you, party. Baron says the guards. I find them distasteful, but okay, that's I don't know if I can stomach just killing one without knowing if he's done anything wrong. You want to ask know him about first? This. Should we ask him? I mean, we could if we were to capture him and bring him somewhere. I could put okay. his own of truth on him. We could get some information. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. This is all good. Let's do that plan, and then we kill him, maybe. Okay, I'll we may go. have to out of necessity if 
Yep. If we <laughs> she, see where does, we are. He's <laughs> muttering behind her as she strides Bear, uh, confidently so well in her There's tiny no way body. To actually let him run free after you reveal everything. <laughs> no way. He'll just be up in the attic Bear of our is, house. Let me out! I've lost the thread the of the plan. So originally it was about finding someone whose physical movements is safe to jump, not someone who has done something wrong. So. No, 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 no. We're not actually trying to find someone who's done something wrong. We'll find that out later. What we found is someone who is jumpable. Yeah. Goes home to a place that is isolated enough where they can maybe make an attempt. A heist. And then everyone's guilty of something. Everyone's guilty of something. Um, so yeah, Bear Dog would like to attempt to jump this guy when he's alone on his way home from a long night uh, guarding the city. Yeah, where is this? It's in uh, House uh, Kasiqua. Well, yeah, yeah. Area. Where specifically do you jump someone in a big uh, Tokyo like alley? There, there are uh, alleys all over. Sky Just these city. little, really narrow spaces in between the buildings where they put the trash or the where the refuse or or. Where the and you've seen he's got a bizarre. He's got go. a bizarre procli- proclivity, yeah. maybe to uh, to use the back entrance to his building. For whatever reason. Maybe he just likes it. It's just the way he's always gone in. So he walks down this little alleyway and goes in. It's not and it's where people go out to like take out trash and such, but it's, it's called a murder uh, alley. Yeah. You know, maybe it's, it's perhaps it's closer it's to joke, where right? his apartment lies. <laughs> and it's, it saves him like walking a quarter of a block. Yeah, so he goes <laughs> through this back alley and it is convenient because there's almost never anyone back there. He's the fucking popo. Who's gonna bother him? Who's gonna bother the popo? Crazy. That pack and go through. Make sure he has a nice clear alley near his house. And he comes. That's true. No crime happens in this alley because <laughs> the <laughs> police watch. patrols. This is my alley. Uh, all right, and uh, permission she... to permission to take down target. No, who are you asking? You DM. You you uh, you don't have to ask me permission to do anything. What does yeah, Bear Jaw do? Bear Jaw takes down her target. So she does. She's going jump to kill him. him. No, she's going to jump him. We're knock going. Him we're out. going real faster. So are, are we doing it out. as a whole interrogation thing? No, I'm trying to no, trying to zoom out him and bring him back. Two to steps. It's a two step process. You're going to bring him back to Bevros Manor. Yes. We're You're going to carry him through the city. Yes. I don't know about actually carrying him back. That's what she's bearing in the alley, actually. Oh my God. We'll make it quick. Step one. Let's see how we do. Knocking him out first. Skill, let's borrow some of our masks. There's a lot of rolls. Okay, first step. DM, can we move forward? Uh, I'd like to knock this guy out. Uh, yeah, That's my for plan sure. Is to you knock are this guy out. hiding around the corner with Baron. Like you do. There. Yep. And uh, you hear Come him listen. coming. He's got the spell going. He's coming around the corner, and you hear crunch, 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 crunch. Okay. Energy. Hits him really hard on the head. <laughs> With what? Look at me. I'm not even there. Then he you have like so many axes, and you have a bag full of everybody's weapons. You have a, you have <laughs> do a, I have my weapon? I'm asking yeah. if you're currently. Yeah, of you oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hammer okay. all souls. Yeah, hammer all souls. You yeah. never take all want. souls. No, no, yeah. This is a, this but is, gently, gently upon the head, such that his consciousness flees you know, his body briefly. She hits that soft part of the head. Roll soft and attack part. roll. It's a melee attack roll, assuming you don't throw yes, it. Yes, it is a melee attack roll. Which means you get to decide if you kill him or he's yeah, unconscious. Yeah, it's just an attack roll for success. It's a, it's a success fail. Okay, I'm going to use my inspiration then. Because, yeah, because Baron's here, yeah. I, feel, I feel inspired. I, I collapse his skull. Aww. So do then. Okay, That's nice. 12. 
That's a 12 uh, yeah. plus 10. That's a 22. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, with all the preparation. Subdual damage. I don't kill him. It, with all the preparation uh, and Baron's pinpointing up his position coming around the corner, it is easy enough for the hammer of all souls to just shunk right uh, onto his head. Oh, he went down boom, hard. He's hits, slams the ground like a sack of potatoes. She immediately divests him and it moves of to all his guardly Baron. armor. All right. Sweet. The inspiration. Nice, thank bear. you. Now you Pretty can interrogate well him. Um, so Bear Jaws strips him completely immediately and Stand puts on all of his guard armor. Puts his skin. Oh, okay. So he is now naked in the alleyway, knocked out. Does that affect the mask? I don't Does know. It affect the mask? It's oh. polymorph. It's oh. polymorph. It's polymorph. <laughs> yeah, you you're you're wearing no, it over your clothes. Kill him and take his mask. Do we now have a naked person? <laughs> Are you trying? Did you want to take his face? Not yet. We want to talk to okay. him and make sure Baron, he is uh, worthy of dying. Baron does a zone of truth around us in the alleyway. Basically, it's a. Uh, this is coming out like an episode of Breaking Bad. I'm very yeah. excited. No, this is this is yeah. So this is uh, creates a magical 15 foot radius sphere, and uh, you, Jesse, you take all the shit. He makes a charisma saving throw, and on a failed save, he can't speak a deliberate lie while in the radius. Do it. He's unconscious, so he automatically fails. Perfect. Oh. Baron revives him. You fool. <laughs> Eat this good man. <laughs> Eat this good man. I'll tell you anything. Don't feed me another one of those. He shakes his head. Uh, uh, jaw has him well pinned. Yeah. Face in the dirt so he can't see us. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> and that okay. might be the last thing he sees before he dies. The dirt. No, I'm blindfold. Actually, just mud. Actually, a dirty cop. I'm a very dirty cop. You've been so dirty. You're a dirty. You're dirty. Dirty, dirty, dirty. Uh, all right. I'll this guy. Uh, note: An affected creature <laughs> is aware of the spell and can thus avoid answering questions to which it would normally respond with a lie. Unless <laughs> you torture him. Oh, old fucker! Oh, oh no! Nice. Oh no! The guy with the white sideburns and chin beard and bear jaws is like swept back white hair. Easy. Easy. This was so easy. Who's <laughs> day? Oh my head! Oh, who are you? Oh, do you know who I am? Do you know who I work for? For the sake of amusement, I'm going to say Baron does not currently have the spe- understand language this thing on him. Only Bearjaw does. You should not learn. Look at all. All right, Bearjaw. Okay. Ask him. Who the fuck are you? No, the question, my friend, is who the fuck are you? Like, I need details. He says... He says... I don't. I don't answer the criminals. Don't answer, and she smushes his head into the ground. Then lets him up. Okay, let's try again, friend. Who are you? He spits blood out of his mouth and he says, "I don't answer the criminals." You heard him. He doesn't answer to criminals. Baron nods confusion and says. That's what he said then. Oh no, he said he's a criminal. Ah, <laughs> uh, I misspoke. 
Oh, I could totally get him. Ask him who he's killed. What's the inside score there, uh, Baron, these days? <laughs> pretty good. Oh, fuck. Pretty good on that old who inside. Pretty you? good on the inside, then. Who it's have easier to lie killed? Somewhere. Anyone? Who you Aren't know? you in a zone of truth, You should though? not have killed? <laughs> yes, I can't lie. No, no, she's <laughs> not affected by the <laughs> zone of truth. Not currently. Yeah, no, it's, uh, let's see. There's, there's, Hang on, until they spend a creature that enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn must make a saving throw, fail save. Oh, it's just be, a creature. She could be standing outside okay. the zone, but you can, you can, you can do, you can do whatever, does, like, it, make it, make it has an edge. You could be standing gonna outside. She's going to make a big lie. She's going to make a big lie. Formulate it how you want okay, to do it, but here it's, we go. the logistics comes, do not preclude. Here comes my my big my big lie. Okay, so smushing his head into the ground says, we work for the secret police, checking on the regular police. That's you. You'll need to answer honestly. Have you ever hurt anyone or killed anyone that you knew you shouldn't have done? Or I will kill you now. <laughs> so help me. Hold on. Finger in the ear like an earpiece. I don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, so that makes no sense to him. He says, No, 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 no. This is a big lie, I I admit. He says, You don't... He says, You don't look like... That's exactly right. We don't look like you expect. That is powers of um, perception. You think we would look like police? That is foolish. He says... Hi. He says, I, 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 I do whatever. He says, my, my house that I'm loyal to tells me to do. So is that a yes or a no? Really simple. He says, obeying the orders of my house is right. So no. What was the question? Well, the question was... Did, did, did you, you kill someone who you weren't who supposed you to have? Okay, gotcha. Who you knew that you shouldn't have. Gotcha. I have been nothing but loyal to the Kasequas. To, to House Kasequa. He says, in accordance with the... Uh, with the... With the... The Deep Empire Accords of House Loyalty. He says, he says, I am free of any... Any... Uh... Uh... uh what do you say? Responsibility? Culpability? Any uh, culpability when uh, honestly carrying out the orders uh, given uh, through official means uh, from uh, from a pledged okay. house. Okay, let me He's ask like it this citing, way. Uh, let me ask like it this Geneva way. Case okay, law. okay, okay. So let me ask it this way. Last question, promise. Uh, when, if you were not a guard and you did these things, and you kill these people, would it be considered amongst your people an okay thing to do? My people? You mean... Your people, the people of your of your area. Your people familiar with, with Kasiqua culture and standards. I don't Doing understand the question. Things, but I don't understand these things. You might want to chip in here. Ah. Uh, uh. Ah! Uh, he doesn't have the spell. 
Baron can understand what Berja is saying, but he can't hear what the guy is saying in return, if I understand the spell word. I can't understand what Berja is saying. I'm terrified of answering that question. Wait. While you think, help me clarify something as a listener, did this guy kill somebody? We don't know yet. We want no, him to I have, mean, so I can kill him. Okay, gotcha. Because <laughs> yeah, like, really about people like he killed, killed things, like, killed people, but under orders of his house. Exactly. So yeah. he, so he's he didn't true say that, that that is an implication. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's an implication. I mean, asking him about people that he killed. Him, like, care. Well, I didn't she, know she's trying to find that that like guilty conscience, so that Baron will be okay with. That's right. She wants to guilty conscience, but there's a city of true believers. It's really fucking concentrating. Like, I mean. Uh, okay. You're yes. also only asking about illegal murder. Yeah, like, just tell me. How, I'm going to tell you. The but I guess in Barajal's world, down. like, it's very black and white. So, so, I mean, it, in Barons too. I mean, like, most crimes short of murder don't deserve death. Oh, I see. So she just Barajal knows Baron. Barajal knows Baron. What's the worst thing you've ever done? It's the worst thing you've ever done. That's good. That's good. A whisper. Like close. Yeah, she, yes, she, she does that. She asks that question. I bought a house next to Murder Alley. This uh, <laughs> one time at the movie theater. I threw up. <laughs> uh, okay, what's the worst thing he's ever done? Hey. Alright. Uh, that haircut. This haircut. Hey, this is a fucking policeman. This is true. Who's as old as shit. After a, a fucking century-long career of being a, go- a, a police enforcer, <laughs> this is not going to be gray. This is going to be black, I would say. He says, hey. Talk, old man! Shake, shake. He says, anything I do under the... the, uh, the legitimate orders of my house cannot be considered wrong, and therefore there is no worst. So he says that anything he does because he is, he is, a, he is doing, he's just following orders, he says. He says everything he does is fine. He has no, he has no of piss forming on the ground beneath him. Well, that's just sad. <laughs> and he has now peed. If you got yourself into Baron. Come so on, let's just sucks. do this. Let's get this over with. We get the guard costume. Guard says more than sucks. Guard says more than sucks. More than a bitch. No, no, she she will not like this because he will know she's uh, like. Yes, that's true. Baron, Baron is just thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, passive perception. Uh, passive perception's pretty good. I mean, this is as good as you pulling the trigger yourself. Just saying. Skills, da-da-da-da-da, uh, 18. Oh, then Baron can sense the drawing in of energy to, uh, uh, to this officer. To this, well, private security, whatever you call that. Uh, uh... He can sense the drawing in of energy. He's seen it. Uh, uh, he's seen it spending so much time with Drustin, if not from his other travels. Power. Uh, uh, he can. He can sense the, uh, and he sees just the subtle movement of his fingertips. Like his, he's pinned by bear jaw, but like there's uh, uh, energy being drawn in as he is casting a spell. Uh, bear 
looks at Bearjaw and goes thumbs <laughs> up. <laughs> okay, okay. Bearjaw crushes his skull with her hammer. It's easy enough in the position that you are in, and his skull crushes. We've all seen. Put your mask. The mask. Put the mask on the goo. Put the mask on the brain goo. She just puts the mask on the brain goo, following the voices in her head. The all seen American history. The cowl. The cowl. Actually, what goes over the the mask? What's that clothy part? The cowl. The cowl that. Like uh, uh, is attached to the top and sides of the mask uh, uh, as you place it onto him. I'll take that. Uh, immediately, just constrict in as uh, bits of the cowl shoot out in tendrils, wrapping around the body and spinning around as more and more of its just black fabric. I mean, it looks like silk as it just like adheres to every little bit of surface area around his naked body. Oh yeah, so it wasn't just a puddle, you saw him piss. Uh, yeah. and, I didn't take his underwear. Uh, you didn't take his underwear? No. You said you okay. stripped him. You said stripped you stripped him, him naked. Stripped him of his gardly raiment. This guy doesn't wear oh, underwear. Oh, so he was still he wearing his... Wear underwear. It's the worst thing you do. His holy garments. Uh, all right, so he... Anyway, it wraps all the way around him, and, uh, uh, and then, uh, as you see, just like, covered in black silk, like a human-shaped mummy, and then the, the fabric just sort of slowly shrinks back up to its normal size, as it's just the mask then clatters with the metal clang to the ground <laughs> as the body is gone. That was pretty cool. We, we only... We, did we bring a spare mask? From like someone who was at home. No, oh no no, Bearjaw had to take off her mask. Yeah. She's in an alley, so reasonably secure. Great. It also smells like urine. Huh. You're in trouble now. Alright, well put it on. Okay. And now she is naked. I'm on and it looks naked. like him. But he took off his armor. Well take off the armor first. Then put so on the take mask. Take the mask back off. Have okay, to take okay. off the armor. Put the mask back on. Put the armor back on. We didn't want anyone the to mask. Walk in. Stores when you take it off the garments Outfit. that are being worn at the time. Ah, it sort of absorbs it. in, so it contains an identity and the clothing that was uh, worn. Can you absorb the clothes back to, like, into the mask after the fact? Uh, uh, every time you take it off, oh, it, 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 the clothing that you were wearing in your polymorph form is goes with the mask, and the clothing that you were wearing before you put the mask on. Uh, is so she's that wearing one. nothing or urine. So her mask now holds a persona whom is naked. Well, no, 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 because she, she takes off the guard. On. She takes off. Oh, I see. The guard mask. She takes off the guard clothing. Off the guard She puts the guard mask back on. Takes off the urine-covered underwear. Puts the guard clothing back on. Now the mask has. The guard uniform fits much better when she's the guard. She was trying to put on before, but like she was bare jaw and he was the guard. That's true. And she was like like, putting. It was like the scene was starting to tear a little bit. (laughs) So the mask also is a contains a a face and one closet's worth of outfit. Yes. Well, one one, one, like, outfit. one one mannequin. Like, one, one I was mannequin. about to say one mannequin's worth of mannequin's what, what a mannequin could reasonably wear without tipping over. Can you put <laughs> stuff in your pockets and store it in the mask and take it over? So no, it was uh, we, we established last week that there's a it, it's it's something that it would be considered a garment on your clothing. So there's a little bit of a line there. Yeah. A sword and a scabbard is not part of that uh, sort of polymorph and disguise, but um, anything that you, so it's call it a judgment call for each item and if you yeah. try to stretch the limits then it'll probably work because that's creative 
Yay! Baron um, got a brand new face. And it's that face. But you got a new face. Well, I mean, we, we together got a new face. We acquired a face. Yeah. A house casico private security. Yes. Don't worry. Don't worry, he was super evil. Don't worry, I'm sure he was super evil. He agreed that all of his actions in his entire life were equally good or bad. <laughs> You've killed someone who is clearly true neutral. True neutral. <laughs> I think Baron Josh shouted moral ambiguity as she smashed his skull. Yeah. I mean, he was saying it with Luke a bit more desperation Moore. each time. You might have been able to crack him over time to say something. Well, we could just save time and he's kill him. Trying he's definitely to, done he's bad clearly, stuff. He's definitely done he bad stuff. He's clearly peeing. We all can I, agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not claiming that, like, oh, we killed a good guy. It was just, it creates a very, it creates a conundrum when you're like, are you evil? And he's like, no, no. I'm the good guy. His I'm last like words the... were, uh, tell my wife. I said, <laughs> that is true. We are right outside his house. Yeah, you Let's can leave. Go, you can go, go say now. hi to his family. No, 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 no. In no. his persona. We're not going to go I mean, do that. at the end of whatever just walk in the door. hour, you can know Everything I do is morally justified. That's all I know about this man. That's my made. husband. Always saying that. Always justifying his actions with moral Always ingenuity. morally justified Pete. <laughs> <laughs> that was his nickname. Oh, do we know his name? Classic, always. Um, I mean, Pete. Right he didn't say his name. Did catch his name before <laughs> killing him. We also don't know the names of any of our current guys. No, we don't know their names. Well, he maybe had something in his pockets. Yeah. No identification ID. or a badge. His I name. His name. ID. His name is Gary Muron. G H A R I. Gary. Gary. Okay. Gary. G-H-A-R-I-M-U-R-R-O-N. Marone. Gary Marone. Gary Marone. That does sound like a like an interesting fellow. Gary Moron. Well, Gary the Moron. Got it. More. He was interesting. Now I am interested. Now you are interested. It's your normal face. Now this is my normal face. Alright. Bearjaw comes home one day as As an old man. Private as a house dressed, dressed in fancy guard clothes. Hi. Who uh has not gone. Drewston. A couple people. Drewston's got some shit to do here. Tell us. Drewston spends. I'm not sure you didn't want to go day by day. Drewston does spend the first 26 hours pouring through. Because that's how long it takes to copy all those spells. Sure. Pouring through uh, Zolmar's fancy spell book, learning his secrets, and learning how to use that very fancy, complex. Chronometer or chronometer to cast many of these spells, as well as how to unlock the past uses and historical magics of some of the items that he has found over our various adventures using time magic. After 26 hours of studying this, he collapses, wakes up with a page from his relic, his book of notes. Turns, giving him importance. Ooh. Oh yes. my god. I was hoping for something like that. that 18 perfect and a 1. These are my new dice! Nice, <laughs> nice. Wow. nice. Can I see the 1? Dice. 18 and a 1. Oh, it's purple and green. That's, yeah, that's my magic key, and this is my roller, because it's got those rounded corners. Hmm. Um, excellent. He goes downstairs smelling very strongly because he has not bathed while doing all the studying and he sweats a lot while studying. 
He's very sweaty. <laughs> Amazing New Jersey detail. I, 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 I hate that we would know he's that. He's a sweaty studier. You would definitely know that because he's studying like, most of the time. Smells like uh, study just hour. whoever's down there, and assume a lot of you because he has not been able to cast tongues yet while he's doing all this. So he kind of wanders and starts talking. The tongue stirring, it's more circular than. And he puts this chronometer in the middle. It's in this little box, wooden box. He turns back. There's all these gears and stuff. Not a traditional. Oh yeah, he took the chronometer. Um, and he kind of starts to wind it backwards. What I guess is you were trapped in there for like a day. Maybe you went out to observe stuff. But suddenly you see ghostly images of yourself walking through, much like you had seen when Zolmar was catching his spells. But it starts going faster and faster, blurring into this basically wall of dark purple light. Uh, it's a cube made from just your images going around and around and around. Um, and I'm going to say it's like the living room cube. Um, and this is that uh, private sanctum spell. So uh, it lasts for 24 hours. He casts it every morning. Um, and uh, no one can see it. No one can hear. Um, no one can divine us. So like divination magic can't go through it. No one can teleport in or out. Sorry, Wobie. Um, and planar travel is the first time you try to get up the door. It's just like, Ugh. and is it the whole house? Uh, is? It's a cube, so it the I assume there's mostly windows in the living room here, and that's the way that the police would come up theoretically. So he's doing as much of the living room and or the living room and as much of the other house that would fit in the cube. Because he doesn't want it to extend outside the walls. So it's it's a, it's a subset, but most of your yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it lets everyone know beyond there. And, I mean, you see this purple wall that you can pass through. It's um, probably very similar, if not the same then he, type of magic yeah. as the mask maker used. Then he puts on the mask, kind of goes outside, kind of stumbling a little bit. He turns to uh, the lock, and he takes out the bone dice that you got in the, uh, the, the summer's eternal rest, or uh, eternal summer slumber place. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, the Temple of Eternal Summer with Father The Sunless Citadel? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, that Father one. Further. Yeah, Father Further. Uh, Father Further's, yeah. Just say Father Further. Father Further. And he I takes, couldn't remember the name of it. He takes yeah, a chronometer yeah. and takes these bone dice, and again, kind of rewinds it, and the dice start going through all the variations that they've been rolled. And now these dice are charged with the power of randomness. And he kind of puts a hand on uh, the the doorknob, and he rolls the dice, but they don't stop rolling. And the the lock in the door also similarly just starts turning into these random formations. And he casts the spell Arcane Lock, which lasts forever. Tomb of Eternal Summer. Tomb of Eternal Summer. That's what it was. Um, and Arcane Lock basically makes it so that no one can pass in or out without my permission. I give you guys permission and Aurora. Oh, sweet. You set an alarm. Nope, that's alarm. Uh, where is this guy? Lock, lock, arcane lock. Hmm. I have it on there somewhere. Uh, anyways, there's a password that allows us in. I'll look it up. The password that he sets is fate has many facets. Ooh. So you have to say that to get in yeah. and out. Although, all of us can get in and out without saying it. But if you want anyone else to get in, tell them the password. Um, then he goes down. There's kind of a little, like, some steps leading down to the street. And he goes to the threshold of those steps. 
And he takes out the silver mirror that they all took out in the tomb of eternal summer. And uh, again, he goes to the chronometer, and he kind of goes forward in time, setting the mirror um, so that it's kind of looking at the threshold. And then he puts the mirror in his pocket. He is casting alarm with the mirror. Alarm will give him a mental note if anyone who is unwanted uh, touches or enters the, or actually anyone enters the warded area. Unwanted. Um, what so area did you focus on? Kind of the, the entranceway to the steps to the door, basically. If anyone walks through those steps. And what will happen is he'll have kind of the mirror like hanging on his belt and he'll be able to see uh, if not the, the area itself is kind of in the darkness, but let's be able to see like figures passing through, mm. knowing that ring doorbell. Yeah. To the nice. Um, and with those things done, he kind of comes back in, takes a few deep breaths, um, and he says to the group, "I'll take a few days to help you with what you need to do. I'll come give you the the power of speech and such for an hour at a time." And he does that for a few days, kind of following them around, helping them out with the various quests. But a few days into it now, he goes to House Kasequa now. This could be Would before you like the mask? or after. <laughs> well, what are you trying to accomplish? He is going to try to get a job in House Kasequa. Oh, and probably not with the mask. So you already have a job if you What do uh, the others have uncovered uh, almost immediately is that as a pledge to House Narrow, impossible. To get a job inside a yeah, house. Yeah, how do you well, switch houses, basically, is... Uh, have we found that out? You, uh... Yeah, don't change your pledge. Kill someone. Uh, there's a way. You all can switch houses, okay. as Bearjaw has So, Bearjaw comes back with this mask after a few days of this, and Justin knows what she's done to get this mask. But he says, Bearjaw, can they use the mask? Sure. The they trade? trade masks. Well, this would be in tall. So much better. <laughs> oh, I need um, so much better. <laughs> so as he goes out with this so new, let's mask. let's uh, sorry, I, yeah, I, I I answered your question not the way I, I wanted to, so I'm trying to keep it the uh, objective first, and then have the story yeah. No, I'm fine with this being the way he gets a job. Uh, it uh, fits the narrative. Okay, okay, okay. So as he goes over there, uh, he is casting. Non-detection, which is a new spell, uh, it prevents anyone from using divination magic on them. Okay. Before we get into the particulars, we're starting to get down to minute by minute. What spells you're casting? What are you trying to do? Give us the narrative. In the He's going to try to get a uh, fit in there so that he can walk around, and get information, figure out where the gem is, and figure out where Tidy Casiqua. So House Casiqua here is yeah. a neighborhood. I okay. Mean, it's, it's a it's a quarter. It's, it's, it's almost a, a third of that thing. It's not a building. Yeah, House Kasiqua is. You're gaining yeah. access to like it's a power the, and the, 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 the like the the grounds of Buckingham Palace. So what are you to be be more so, be more high level? What, I mean, the, the you, spell has to do with this too because spells are setting the narrative. So using detect thought, he's going to show up and immediately when someone sees him, they're going to be like, "Oh, hey, there's Gary. Bill. There's Bill. There's Gary." Oh, what? I thought we had his name, Gary. Yeah, Gary. Gary Moron. Yeah, there's Gary. Oh, he's late for his shift, and he's going to be using that to fit in, that basically. That makes sense. As he's walking around in his patrol, like, oh, you know, believe it or not, I got attacked by uh, 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 muggers last night. I barely fended them off. 
Oh, but I'm kind of thrown off. What day is it? Well, which patrol am I? I know I switched with someone recently. And picking up on their surface thought so that he just kind of can fit in. So, uh... And then he is going to be walking okay. around, casting Locate Object to try and find the gem that Titanic's Secret had. Okay. So what I'd like to what I'd like to try to do is be a little more high level in your objective yeah. because doing all of that is going to get you killed. If you, it, when we when we talk about the very particular, so I want to feed you what you can learn. And yeah. So we can, so He's the trying story to locate the gem because uh, Gary's got a partner, and he's going to tell that you're not him. You don't sound like him. So I like the detect yeah. thoughts thing. So he's trying to use no, this identity. use that to like use avoid the people who knows him. Like and he's he trying shows to, up and he's he trying to locate like, object. Oh, Gary. He's trying to locate object uh, to, to find a thousand foot range. So he has two things he wants to do. He wants to see if over these days wandering around, he can detect that this missing gem is. You know, gotcha. behind the locked doors. And how much familiarity do you have to have? Do you look? So you have to. This is specific to this one too. Yeah. So here we go. Uh, I see what you're saying about the spells being. It, a it drives the, the narrative. To, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it locate object. Sense. Describe a name and object that's familiar to you. Do 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 do. Uh, within one thousand, as uh, can look sense the direction of the object's location as long as that object is within one thousand feet of you. The spell can locate a specific object known to you. Um, Alternatively, the spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind, such as a certain kind of apparel, jewelry, furniture, tool, or weapon. Unless it's behind any kind of lead. And because the expectation is that this gem would look exactly like the The other fake, presumed fake, that his mother had. Yes. He would have very strong familiarity with exactly this type of And the real one that we got from Mach's mother that he has been studying. Mock's aunt. <clears throat> Baron's mother. That's right, Baron's mother. My aunt, too. She's in the family. Yes. Yes, our aunt. The other goal, too, is to be listening for mentions of Taita, seeing things named after Taita, a gallery of images it's, of It sounds things. like you're just trying to kind of keep it. You're just trying to literally on. locate the gem. He's trying to locate gem and Taita. But, like, the majority of your efforts is just, like, okay. staying in character. Yeah. Like, while you have the radar, like, the so. Um, uh, it doesn't. T- it takes a day to cool. walk the city and casting a spell and find it not here. Okay, it's not in. Also, Fakon City ain't the only city in the Deep Empire. I know, but he was specifically um, in House Kisika. Yeah, so he's walking through the House Kisika area using detect thoughts. Uh, he uh, there's definitely he 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 detects the thoughts of um, uh, of those about him. And he does get. Thoughts that cause him to uh, drive the other direction as someone sees him walking down a path. Another security uh, uh, officer looking, and you see the what's uh, uh, what's he doing over here? Gary. Do I got the Gary time wrong? Oh, and yeah. then and then disappears down an yeah, alley. And like, like they go over down there to find him, and they don't find him. And Drusen's up in the brickstone, like just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the detect thoughts keeping uh, keeping Drusen. Uh, one step, one step ahead. ahead of it, because no one's strongly suspicious here at this so point. So once time. he spends a day and knows that the gem is not in House Kasequa area, or at least not not behind lead, and or <laughs> not behind a lead, <laughs> any thickness of lead, he's going to try. Let it any thickness Unleaded. of lead. You can't. Yes. 
It's a man. He's going to try and figure out where the hell Tacticusiqua is. If they're still alive, if they are an ancestor, how do they relate to the Kasiqua house? Okay, uh, the Kasiquas are... Um, uh, what he finds out easily is that uh, the, the, the roles of the houses. Uh, House Fecons is uh, possibly, obviously, the uh, uh, the rulers of the empire, at least at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, House Kasiqua, innovation and magical experimentation. That's their domain. He comes to uh, learn that the five houses have uh, different domains that they are um, essentially in charge of, with Kasiqua being innovation and magical experimentation. House Nora, uh, Noro is enchantment and the arcane, um, uh, uh, And suck us. I actually take your stuff. Uh, uh, the, uh, enchantment, House Thave is propaganda and the soft arts of the mind. And House Boravi is defense and training of magical intervention techniques. Uh, so, House Kasiqua, innovation and magical experimentation. The most unusual of the five houses, for uh, as those with official legal authority to undertake innovation and magical experimentation, um, they have uh, in a significant area in... Um, there it is. Uh, off the north road towards the town of Dark Hall, where uh, the House Kasiqua Experimentation Center operates. Uh, uh, and that is a place strictly forbidden to those not pledged to House Kasiqua. And even those that are pledged there, it is a uh, you know, very high security um, place where some of the more, uh, as, as they say, uh, secretive experiments are uh, undertaken. Much of the technology, the magical technology of this place comes from House Kasiqua. In fact, he sees the House Kasiqua sigil uh, emblazoned all uh, sorts of things. Many more of these hovering vehicles that move uh, throughout the city, which you've seen more and more of uh, uh, throughout these times, have Kasiqua branding uh, uh, Sort of a. Sorry, I didn't quite catch. Kasiqua branding. Kasiqua branding on uh, the vehicles and many of the different sort of magical things you're seeing, even these big uh, sort of moving tapestries. You'll see, even though it's displaying something else, it has the Kasiqua logo in the corner as if uh, uh, claiming ownership of the innovation. Um, and that that, uh, that place, uh, Dark Hall, is the place to go. Ooh, in uh, looking into that, uh, that's off the North Road. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. These uh, towns are spread out far. Fakon's city takes up most of the cavernous uh, space that is down here, that before you came down here, by all the stories, was the only thing that made up Deepa Mascar. This is where this was the city of the Great Seal before the seal was opened up. Uh, however, many uh, many year, many years ago, thousands of years ago, it was that the seal was opened back then when the Civil War happened. It seems that the surface stories and expectations that Deepa Mascar is still this city that exists inside this like relatively small area with the seal. Uh, reclosed is not exactly accurate for down each of these roads, the South Road, West Road, North Road, and East Road. Uh, they move into tunnels that have been bored out 
it straight into the rock and uh, open up into other natural cavern formations that were probably closed off entirely before uh, the Deep Empire expanded, not outwards, but into brand new areas that they opened for themselves. Uh, and so the Dark Hall is just crazy one of those. Here. I can see Dressy managing to get a lot of uh, a lot of information just from like overhearing things and like asking a question related yeah. to something, and then someone says something. He's like, "Oh, interesting." Yeah, he's kind of putting these together. What about Taita Tasiqua? Uh, is anything as he kind of walks his beat, walks random directions, does he see anything named after any mentions, any memorials, anything? That He's looking for Tadakasuka, so let's not get specific yeah. about you're trying to do it by looking he, at signs. He, he wants to questions. find He's doing what's needed with His position allows him uh, access to uh, many of the uh, buildings and uh, mm-hmm. records here, and there is indeed in one of the public records office of, uh, not public records, because this is House Kasiqua, the House Kasiqua um, sort of a, it's like a museum. Uh, basically, it's a it's a braggadocious uh, uh, place yeah. that just shows off the achievements of House Casiqua, yeah, the great contributions to the yeah. to the Deep Empire. And here they are; they're showing. There's a big model of uh, one of those hovering uh, uh, speeder bikes that you that Mock almost got hit uh, hit by on his uh, second day just out. Trying to get my halo on. Guys are speeding. Shit's wet. And uh, there it is on a big sort of rotating platform, just showing it off as it uh, mm-hmm. uh, says Kasiqua Design, and it's got a year. There, even their year system is not using the yeah. the, the common Faerun calendar. In fact, it's years after the opening of the Great Seal. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. And uh, which is now, you know, I don't know, a couple thousand years. Yeah. I got to figure out that exact date. Like service world is like fourteen years. Yeah, probably like whatever, less than ten. Less than ten. Yeah, since the Great Seal was open. Ten years. Ten thousand. Oh, less than ten thousand. Yes. Okay. Uh, I thought you were saying ten years. A bit longer than that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be three, two, three, something like that. I I gotta figure out. He's looking around for Tata. Yeah, and he's uh, looking around, and there uh, he does see a couple of um, he does see a couple of Taitika sequels names specifically for the innovator that uh, invented the technology is on these sort of plaques in this area and strong trademarking is seeing uh, uh, he sees that the lantern system that powers many of the uh, uh, the street lighting in the unpledged pledged area I can get that door shut please um, is Taitika uh, Sequa designed this, uh, uh, these lighting systems, these street lamps that just stay lit all the time. Uh, uh, with Never burning torches. But with, uh, but with also synchronized patterns moving throughout them. As, di- as it changes the different times of day, something that you've been seeing is the streets will sort of, they'll, they'll change to a different hue of light. Ooh. But they'll do it in this beautiful pattern that sort of like yeah. spreads through the city. Uh, in sequence. So say he sees like one that like the the lights are changing and like one doesn't change. So he like keeps an eye on it and like a repair person comes or like a magic person comes to like fix it. Someone who would be familiar with it. And he walks up just kind of making casual conversation and casts tongues on himself. Uh, Gets himself ready and he's like I have an uncle who says he's the next Taita Kasiqua. I told him you should go to Taika Kasiqua himself or themselves and tell them 
and he's detecting thoughts on when he <laughs> mentions going to Titanicasiqua. Does the guy picture like a tomb <laughs> or a house? Like, what's this guy's understanding of? What, what were the words that you said? My uncle thinks he's the next Taita Kasikwa. I told him he should go to Taita themselves and tell them. He says, ha, as if, uh, uh, he's, like, he's like repairing the thing. He's, uh, he's opened up a sort of stone uh, area and he pulls out sort of a, uh, there's like a glowing um, uh, crystal in there. And he goes, oh, this again. He's like, Damn technology says when your uncle goes to see Taita, go tell uh, uh, go tell her to uh, uh, to start uh, giving us some higher quality crystals, and I wouldn't be out here all damn day. And you can see in the mind the uh, uh, the city, the town of Darkhall, and the the innovate. What did I call it? The uh, experimentation center, Experimentorium. A, and uh, uh, and Taita being in this place and. Alive today is the thoughts. Yeah. Jutsen rides back up. I'll know where Taita is! I'll know where Taita is! Shouting because he knows no sound can leave <laughs> this house. Little <laughs> <laughs> do you know, this is Zomar's long game. Yeah, exactly. A <laughs> <laughs> faulty spell. I made the spells uh, wrong as a joke. And he, he fills in <laughs> them what he found out. The cover says, joke, book, book of jokes. <laughs> joke, joke spells. spells. Joke spells. Prank spells. Prank spells. That's what I have now. That's awesome. Uh, can we get a card for that, or do you already get that? We still need uh, some scrim corn and then uh, a bit more oil vein and bear, actually. Correct. We did. We got a little oil. We got a taste of oil. Baron tagged along. Yeah. But, does uh, Baron have something? What's the name of the corn? I got some scrim stuff. Uh, in Scrim's uh, ready. Scrim's uh, Scrim's 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 is uh, um, knows that uh, work will work will be had to go after Tida, and uh, knows that Dresden is kind of on that case. Dresden <laughs> ran out day two and said, "I'll find Tida." Scrim's like, "All right, I guess that's handled. He doesn't need a translator, and because because um, part of Scrim's time is honestly just going around he with people, um, being their translators in situations like his brother is going to be going out. Um, would definitely assist with that, especially. Wanting to help his brother get his answers, um, and um, but Scrimcorn is very much focused on. Uh, sounds like Zinjilius was taken care of. He wants to find uh, Snowbane. So his early his early stuff is really just trying to find any trace of Snowbane. Uh, gotcha. And uh, he would split his time between just passively um, spending the investment that he made in Mock, uh, of giving him money to buy drugs. Which eventually paid off in some Yeah, I mean, like, you were able to lock that, like, that little, like, seed money down in, like, day two or three. And then you had, like, a full, like, maybe seven days of sweat. And then on the eighth day, there's, there's the funds. clouds parted and mana did fall. Mock so, kept taking money drugs. saying, I'm using this to buy drugs, but don't worry. It's an investment. <laughs> yeah. Way less explanation by that. Like, <laughs> need to buy more drugs. And then hits the door. And gets so deep in because and then he comes back, back and, high like, and like, I ripped off someone while buying drugs. And yeah. it's like, whew. Um, and so that first chunk of time, Scrim is going low funds, low tech. And he is just going out to the city during his free time. Um, and he is looking for the traces 
a very big person who has walked around. He's looking for tracks. Now, he's not looking for footprints in a city. What he's looking for is door frames that have a head-shaped bump in, like, <laughs> the frame. And he's looking for, like, markets that have low-hanging, uh, like, like, drapery stuff that's been torn. Like, he's looking for, literally, a giant has walked through an area. And even if it's and not real. Scrimcorn, yeah. Scrimcorn is good at this and finds nothing. Okay. Uh, this is a town that uh, Snowbane's uh, citing by way of the book that uh, it was like Baron, a decade ago, I believe. Baron yeah. read. Uh, uh, I think it was a, a linguistic a couple of decades author. ago. Yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was more recent than couple. any of the sightings or stories we had heard yes. from the people yes. in the most, village. Most recent sighting for sure. But anyway, the uh, uh, what I was saying is there aren't people of drastically different sizes in Devascar. Right. This is not the. The diversity here is Vegas. So, so it would so, stand out. So it would stand out, um, and uh, there's just nothing of the sort. And you know, um, a couple false positives. Like, could that be a thing? Oh, no, so wait, I can see it's someone where was someone, carrying a ladder. someone was yeah. carrying a ladder and it bumped it that way. Oh. You can tell the difference, right? And, uh, yeah, perfect. Bearjaw bear might be vulnerable. He's seen Bearjaw bump like, into no, it. No, that's just not the Goliath-shaped hand bump. Um, Goliath just jams their face into a door frame. So, um... And uh, after kind of finding a dead end with that, he um, he he makes use of some of that money going to uh, some taverns, basically just hangout spots. Um, honestly, looking for places that people would tell tall tales, uh, and he's just kind of going back and forth between just eavesdropping on people to hear tall tales, which is like a long shot, and then kind of going in and goading people to tell. To, to one up each other on stories, like most more in the evening, so he's maybe spending more daytime at the house, and then goes out in the evening and is basically finding places. Maybe he, he hears from Bach about the Halo um, world. Maybe I don't know if he's like looking for places where people well, are drinking. Let's if remember, Bach brought you back that sample that would cause all of the lower lifes to just go crazy for even a whiff at a drop. So what you choose to do with that, true. that gold mine of influence. Yeah, Mock kind of just delegated that to you. Um, so Shroom has that and and delegates some of that to his own supply and sets that aside. <laughs> just going to take half of that. As was Mock's original intention. And then um, I have already written <laughs> was down a gift that he has a vial of Halo, which is the opening. Well, let's call it half a vial and be good. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. I'll adjust that later. If I remember. <laughs> Um, and uh, I only say that's just out of hopes that you start drugging some of the people and uh, really mixing it up. Um, so he basically is using his uh, money and connected to that his lack of care with with currency, um, buying rounds for people. Is, it, is there also like taverns? Like, is there is it only rum and ale, or is there also like rum and ale? People drink alcohol like in the city. That's actually uh, uh, they do. They do. It's. Um, it's uh, the, the most common. Go ahead. Uh, do surface goods penetrate here? Like, can you get like whiskey? Uh, yes, you can. It's uh, more, much more expensive. Anything from the surface is very pricey, and that's where, as Scrimcorn spends the time in these areas and is seeing that, he's seeing the uh, he's seeing the evidence. Remember, there are. In fact, I need to remember. Uh, there are two aspects of the trade. There's the trade that the surface world knows about. Deep Mascar actively trades via Haya Mascar, totally. the surface world. So they import, they import plenty of stuff. Legal stuff, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
uh, that being said, none of the coinage seems to end up in the things. It seems to be... It becomes evident that it is Ill, it would be illegal to possess uh, currency from the surface world. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, we have so much of it. Because no citizens should be... The, the, the trade is tightly controlled by the consortium, right. which uh, is, is the way that all of this stuff comes in. So when he's there and he sees shipments of surface ales and wines come in, it is in consortium-branded uh, consortium branded crates uh, uh, by consortium, consortium uh, delivery, uh, delivery people on big sort of uh, um, hover carts. Then Scrim specifically leans on his small supply of halos, on his supply of local currency, and then pilfers little bits of supplies from the party supplies of whiskey and ale. Um, maybe from the jug, maybe just from people's, you know, kegs that people's, the dwarves will, the might happen be like, give me, give me like a little bit of that and like go out in a flask and maybe like while he's in a tavern, just, uh, while he's trying to cozy up to someone. Hey, you're in a tavern. Nestle. So, and, and the reason I point that out is Scrim is much less, um, he's not a convincing guy. He's not, uh, he's not elegant or graceful, but basically as always, he has, he will find people who want what he has. Yeah. And he will um, try and just get them to talk about the things and do kind of do the thing like, ah, that's, that's, they'll, they'll tell a story, ah, that's, that's nothing, like, let me, that's, everyone knows that story. And it's like, you got, you know, you've, you don't know any of the crazy stories around here kind of thing, trying to hear the craziest stuff they've heard because he knows that a Goliath down here would be absolutely insane to hear about. And so he's uh, trying to get someone Roll to... a persuasion check, and go ahead and... Uh, Can I add, a, add a little bit of flavor? All right, hang on, hang on. So roll a persuasion check, and uh, go ahead and call yourself having proficiency in the tools that you are using, your various substances. I'm just clarifying what Dan already said, not adding more... It sounds like Dan's saying he's found like ten crazy guys and says, "What is who are the craziest guys you know?" And then ask those guys who are the craziest yeah. guys they know, and just like distilling the crazy guys. This is this is Men in Black. He's he's looking for the hot sheets. Right. He's looking for the unreliable stories, but uh, but he's like, ah, "That's what I'm looking for." So he'll have proficiency with this. Uh, is this uh, a situation where I could use a, a plus to a skill using the cricket? When we, uh, when we do abstracted time, it's a little bit sometimes unclear because it's usually a skill check. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then if you will have proficiency with this, we'll do a plus three with the cricket. I don't even know what the cricket is. It's a thing you put in your dice cup. It is a, it's a cantrip. It's guidance. It's a cantrip. It's guidance. It gives you a skill. I think it's concentration. It gives you a bonus to a skill check plus, within the next plus minute. Plus a d4. Oh, so basically you can use it for... I can use it a bunch of times. Well, you use it as often as you like. Then, yeah, then, abstracted time. And you get a little it. Bit of it like, represents that you are just... Be a little bit like a bard, you are just a bit better at anything well, you try to do yeah. because of this magical thing because tool you have. So yeah, that makes sense. In a situation like this, you'd certainly still get it. That's a, <laughs> it's a five plus a three. It's an eight. Oh, it's an eight total with proficiency with a cricket. Roll the natural two. Ah, uh, Scrim is basically the guy that Mock ripped off. <laughs> You're just going in circles. You're like, who's your craziest guy? Who's your craziest guy? Who's your... And then you end up after like, a, like two days. This is you again. It's like, wait a minute. You're not that crazy. 
You're tier three at best. I've got a sense of what's happening here. Y'all just uh, propping each other's stories up. Uh, okay. It's terrible. Get everything going for him. The Scrimcorn. In the course of this, he's asking about Snowbane. Um, he's asking about crazy stories, and then, yeah, and he's saying, like, I like stories about Goliath. Like, he, he kind of pushes himself as, like, somebody who likes stories about outsiders. Here's, here likes to hear legends about that. And yeah, he'll, he'll mention Snowbane like by name. But not, like, like he's not, like, telling stories about Snowbane. He's guys like, like that. Ball. But obviously, as we've seen, <laughs> inelegantly. Unelegantly. Uh... Got any of them snowbane stories? <laughs> them there. Fresh out of Scrimcorn does this day after day, or night after night, continuing to engage in it. What Scrimcorn finds is that the best, the best bars for this, sometimes even clubs, even, is what they call them here in uh, Fakhlum City, uh, where there's uh, uh, is on the edges hmm. of the house territories. It's where they meet. For the rowdiest, is definitely going to be in those places that straddle the property line, hmm. and therefore, officially, legally, uh, uh, can be. It's one of the rare cases where an establishment can officially be operated under a multiple banner system. So there are areas where they uh, where they collide there, where you see house. Thane, House Kasiqua, and House uh, Narrow, the corner there, the corner here as well. Those two spots where there are the three exactly. corners. Is that a tavern called the three corners? And then, uh, hmm. uh, and then the, the, the corner here uh, There is as well. no four-corner spot. There is no four-corner spot. Um, Not yet. And so those are the, uh, those are just the the most prestigious of the uh, of the nightclubs and uh, and bars that are here, and it's where Scrimcorn. You know, he tries a couple different places, moves around. He hears about these places, moves in. It's a bit costs a bit more money to get into these places, but despite costing more money, there's still all walks of life in these places hmm. because people that want to spend their time here, they just spend a higher percentage of their uh, precious income to come to places like this, and so there's still. Uh, uh, all, all walks of life as Scrimcorn explores these stories and really pushes for it. But Scrimcorn just finds that, I mean, there's not a lot of is stories. Is there like a day-night cycle? Like, is there a yes. night time or is it yes. always kind of even busyness? No, no, no. It's day, there's day-night cycle. Okay. That's what the uh, the uh, lanterns sort of like are the main indicator of that. Uh, and and Jurston learns more about that. Like, there was a different system before. More like big lights that uh, sort of dictated this uh, uh, cycle. cycle but uh, since these lanterns were put in those were deactivated and it's like it makes just a much cooler looking thing and Concorn <clears throat> finds not a lot of luck in trying to find stories about outside people and you know he's, he's pushing it more and more you know do you have you heard you know of these these Goliaths on the surface and he does find that there's a bit of a discomfort when he brings up, you know, stories about the outside and stuff like that. There's there's outside trade, but people are hesitant when you start asking about, especially culture. As soon as Scrimcorn asks about, you know, there are nomadic, and you start getting into any sort of bit about the different ways that people or societies or cultures might live, all of a sudden... 
people's like shoulders rise up a bit and they're like quicker to be like I'm gonna go hit the dance floor again yeah. like I'm kind of done with this conversation yeah, yeah yeah sure buddy real cool yeah yeah that that's interesting <laughs> uh, they're like looking over their shoulders like uh, uh, is this a sting I think I heard that one before what yeah what's up bro what's up and it's coming out it's coming out of this uh Place, one of these nightclubs, as Scrimcorn uh, comes out, that he is immediately, boom, punched right in the kidney. And uh, grab, go ahead and roll an uh, acrobatics check. Right in my to escape real kidney? Yeah, or basically. my polymorph to kill a kidney. Jeez. Uh, this is a situation where I don't get my cricket. No, sir. Uh, acrobatics? Yeah. Five. Yeah, so uh, uh, Corn just feels a sharp pain in that kidney as, uh, could it be a fist, a knee, a shock stick? Uh, uh, slams into him as then there is a uh, there's an elbow around his neck as he is dragged by his heels to uh, uh, to an alley right next to the club where uh, he sees someone there like fishing through a trash can uh, uh, that is right there and the voice behind him barks and says uh, uh I want to say a, a cool barking way of saying get out of here. Uh, scram! Yeah, scram! And uh, and the guy looks uh, and like looks up. His eyes go wide and he bolts away and uh, beat it. And uh, uh, then Scrimcorn, go ahead. I feel like in that in that moment that the, that whoever's holding him is yells that scram and like takes a second. I as a quick knowledge check. Does Scrim? We we've seen plenty of magic. Basically, he's debating whether or not wild shaping druidic magic, and he's trying to figure out if that would be completely like a red flag. But I feel like polymorph things, he's not going to worry about. Uh, Sounds like a great last trick. Uh, he's going to uh, he's going to get the hell out of here through the means that he is proficient with, and he. Uh, He's gonna take him up when that when that guy yells scram he, scram he's going to uh, he's going you to also scram. scram. Uh, right as scrim is doing this, the uh, uh, the guy releases scrim. Well, he he wrote he tries to like rotate oh. scrim uh, uh, and pushes him by his chest against the building. So you can still do it. You can still do it. I'm just filling in a bit more. Okay. And Scrim immediately recognizes the face of one of the people that he had seen in there that he had very oh. passing interaction with. Okay, then he holds like he's 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 waiting for overt danger and he doesn't see it yet. And uh, uh, he's holding him tight the the against the building and he says, "What do you know of Snowbane?" Um. Uh. Um. Memorize him. I'll come and kill Scrim him later. was more. If he was more savvy, I would steal that. But I know that he is not. Um, well, you know, just curious. Uh, he... 
He just Richie fucked a dragon. Uh, <laughs> he says, Please. I've heard stories. That's grim. <laughs> I've heard stories, and I want to hear more. He uh uh he takes a stick that uh. He, it's a, like, smooth metal rod oh. as he jams oh, it forward towards a- Scrimcorn. <laughs> oh, and like he feels lot. an electric shock to shoot up the side of his body. And he says, why are you asking about Snowbane? You can opt to attempt escape or whatever. You can do your rolls. I'm not going to ask for a roll in, unless no. you say Scrim is uh, actively sort of resisting. I'm um, a scrim coin can take a punch or two. Certainly. Uh, um, Better as a pile of beetles, but, you know. Uh, uh, I, would, I would judge Dressen so harshly for just... Sometimes just, it's the just, best just way. Just playing his hand, <laughs> and he's going to... He says... Uh, actually, let me do an insight check. That, that's crazy for me to at least not... So he wants to understand this guy as, like... Is, is he, he looking- drugged out of his mind, and he's asking him random questions? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, has Scrimcorn said the name Snowbane inside the club? Yes, he has. I'm saying that, you know. that he wouldn't open with that, any? but he basically would lead the conversation that way. So I would say he would mention Snowbane's name specifically. And this is inside check to understand this guy's intentions. Here we go. Seventeen. This guy. uh... uh this guy doesn't seem drugged out of his mind. Like, he, this he guy like seems. Is he sober? The, the, this guy seems like he's, uh, uh, like he's in business mode. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's he's doing this. He's doing this because uh, he thinks it's like a cop vibe, but he's not wearing the uniform of it. But it is that. He sends his authority. That's what it is. Yeah, thank you, thank you. It's like, like there's, undercover cop there's, kind an, of authority? there's an authority in the way that he's okay. speaking. Like this guy is gonna get that answer because okay. he that's has how the, authority. Because he has the authority to be asked. Scrum loves cops. Yeah. Scrum's not going back to jail. Sweet <laughs> officers. Scrum's not going back to jail. My favorite. Um, uh, uh, okay, that's what I wanted to know. Is, is he was trying to figure out if he was like an enthused fan who was like no, no, no. Are you in a snowbane too? Give me it. all your swag. Um, <laughs> reading that, Scram attempts to wild shape. Uh, he attempts to wild shape. Can he wild shape while grappled? Probably. Yeah, I believe it's a so. Bonus action. It's all yeah. It's like your bonus action for speed. Yeah, there's no there's there's no somatic components or anything. You just like fucking do it. You can magically assume. Takes a bonus action. For me, it's a bonus action. Yeah, because I'm like grapple doesn't. Bonus and if I turn into a swarm, I may be to grab. Uh, Fuck yeah, it is. However, how would I assume? Shock stick. He has a shock stick. Uh, this is uh, basically a. Uh, it's an initiative roll off? It's kind of like an initiative roll off. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's, sure it's like that. It's about speed. I like that quick draw. It, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a quick draw thing. It's a quick draw thing. I will give you a bit of a choice here. You could go with a sleight of hand um, in that this is a this is an attempt to be uh, slippery and quick, or it could be acrobatics. They're, they're a little bit similar, but that's basically what you're doing here. Go with stealth. Um, uh, I'll go sleight of hand. Uh, they're, Animal they're, handling. They're even for me, but um, if you could try to shove the guy away with athletics. He would he would prefer to do that to shove the guy away from him. 
Uh, um, and then attempt, but between those two, he would go uh, suddenly, just out of nowhere, slide of hand, uh, surprise him with watching. So plus two. Ooh, middle of the road. Comes up to ten. Twelve. Oh. As Scrimcorn uh, uh, just begins to shift, which is pretty quick, he uh, uh, where he had already like had the, the 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 shock stick close, he jams it in. Uh, uh, he jams it in, sort of twists something in his hand as it just completely like breaks that uh, uh, that 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 drawing in of energy, that that concentration, not literal game mechanic concentration, but that that focus uh, needed to do it. And he says, uh, uh, and then he immediately barks back and says, He says, he says, I'm going to ask you this one time. He says, he says, do you work for Deja Parmentor? Um, and, uh, say yes! Um, and hearing that, he like his his he his eyebrow raises and he closes it. Um, and polymorphs from one eye. And but honestly says, um, <clears throat> no, I don't. And we'll continue next okay. week. Okay. Uh, we'll get to the rest of the others uh, next week. Uh, took a little bit negative. We we did hit everyone at least yeah. once. Uh, we did. Everyone was involved. I want to get more, a little bit more set up uh, um, from, from time spent. But, I could uh, do something yeah. else with my high level. But yeah. so it's yeah, it's a this is a this is a, a sort of new thing we we're trying to do here. To you know, it's our it's our nth time in a new town, and wanted to run this one a bit differently. Uh, be able to sort of accelerate to moving towards being competent, being proactive, getting to to act and do big things. Um, it's also to, there's a challenge here, there's a challenge in going into Deep Mascara, what we set up last week, which is, we've got this really cool setting, right? But it's extraordinarily hostile. And the risk is that you're like, well, everyone's gotta like lay low in the town and send out the only people that can talk and like go really slow and like, like really piece out little bits of understanding. Like, hey, what's one block down the street? What's two blocks down the street? Like that approach wouldn't be unreasonable given the danger um, expressed in the narrative. And what I didn't want was that to be the whole thing of like very, very slow doing that. So I wanted to make sure that- I do kind of want to play into the limitation of the amount of language we have available. Cause like he can speak and then we have Five hours total of of one person. Of, yeah, of one person yeah per we day. didn't. We didn't. Uh, that that didn't end up playing in a bunch. I think we can make it play in more. Um, I think we should do more pairs as well. Yeah, it's still the mission was good. Bear John Baron is a fantastic combination. Uh, that was a highlight. That was but anyway, so what, what this what this uh, storytelling technique was also meant to do was a way for me to provide 
a lot of information yeah. about the town. No, I thought it was good. To let you, yeah. okay, now you get it, and now you can make some interesting plans. Good feel for the place. We covered the economics, we covered the classism. I also needed you to be able to get some power yeah. by way of whatever you wanted to get. So a, a powerful uh, a powerful identity as well as money, both yeah. of which we're going to be able to call. location of Taita. Yeah. Location of Taita. That was exactly, so that was also the thing. No leads.